Dothan. The Ball presents the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by The Cellar, Fine Steaks and Wine. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly serving our community. All-In Credit Union, score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Auto Expo, get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons, the go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, Enterprise, you follow and Marianne by Southeast Health. Always the right direction by Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Now, let's go live to the stadium with Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good evening, Wiregrass, and welcome to Providence Christian School. Live high school football right here on the ball. A Class 3A region matchup here between Houston Academy and Providence. Mark Stewart in here with me as well for the broadcast. Mark, two teams, two different reasons for motivation in this game. Providence with a playoff spot already pinched up. But, boy, would H.A. love to make them go on the road in the first one. Yeah, I think this is a playoff game for H.A. here tonight. If they want to upset Providence, Providence is going to host. They've already changed that. But H.A. Uh, would love to come in here and spoil the party tonight. Lance, both of these teams come in with some similarities. They're struggling offensively. Providence went into the Mike County game averaging 35 points a game. The last three games, they've averaged 12 points a game. Now, some of the obvious reasons are that Wise Gordon's not there anymore. But I think they've also, you know, kind of shot themselves in the foot some with penalties and not being able to have the big plays that they were used to having. That makes you have to drive 11, 12, 13, 14 play, 14 play drives. And what that does is makes you have to execute all the way down the field, and it limits your number of possessions in the game. We would opt the other week, and Thomas, I think, had one possession in the third quarter. Same thing with Houston Academy. They don't have explosiveness on offense either. they become kind of one-dimensional. Sheldon Ott's got to be able to throw the football for them to have some success, and uh, they've got to keep him clean in that pocket. Is uh, They've had problems with getting back there and sacking him. Receivers are dropping some balls, so they've got to all get on the same page. And both of these teams are going to try to stop each other's run, I believe, defensively and make the other one throw the football. Providence, uh, as you mentioned, uh, has been able to get to the quarterback this, this season as well. So, obviously, H.A. will be watching out for that. H.A.'s been banged up, especially the second half of the season. We uh, saw them last week. They were without Giovanni Devine. They've had some other players banged up as well, which uh, makes an already um, – task offense even a little bit more difficult to move down the field. Yeah, they've only got 31 dressed out here tonight. Providence will receive to open this game. The kickoff for H.A. goes into the corner of the end zone, so it will come out to the 20-yard line. That is where College McClintock and the Providence Christian Eagles will begin. And field position, again, when you're talking about not necessarily getting as big of a chunk plays as you had earlier in the season, Field position does become a factor Absolutely. here. Uh, you got to put the ball in the hands. I coach, think Coach Gibson, offensive coordinator for problems, has got to put the ball in the hands of Collins McClintock. His senior quarterback has only lost three games as a starter. He's got to be able to move the ball down the field with his arm and his feet. Tight formation for Providence to begin here. Collins McClintock from the shotgun. He's going to pitch out 
wide is Weatherford. Weatherford to the 20, to the 25, falls forward to the 27, maybe the 28 as a little six to Grant Weatherford coming in motion, gained seven or eight yards. Yeah, they were able to get the end there and get it uh, blocked off so he could turn that corner. It looks like they feel like they've got the speed to get to the outside of the Houston Academy defense and he picks up seven yards on that play. It'll be uh, second and three from the 27. Same type formation for Providence. Weatherford is lined up, lined up at the wing back. They're going to pass. McClintock who's the throw out in the flats. It's behind Gus Goldsler. He almost made a diving one-hand catch, but it was just out of his outstretched hands to bring up third and three. Yeah, Houston Academy had good coverage out there. They had a player out there on him, so it was going to be a perfect pass, and I don't know how many yards he would have picked up once he caught it. Looks like the first read may have been Jackson Colley. They were going to go deep, yeah. exactly. They want to get Colley behind that defense, and that's what they're trying to do, put you in to stop the run and get those tight ends deep. Third and three from the 27. Same time formation. Here is McClintock. He's going to hand to Goldsboro. Goldsboro is going to move forward far across the 30. Should be a first down between the 30 and the 31 yard lines for Providence. Nice tough run for Goldsboro there. We saw him against Stop make some nice runs in that fourth quarter, last. He doesn't have the speed that uh, Wise Gordon has, but he's certainly a capable running back. McClintock now in the huddle with Ball from the sidelines, first and 10 from the 31. We've just started here, one minute gone in this game between Providence and Houston Academy. Here's McClintock. He's going to hand off inside to Weatherford. Weatherford's going to find a little room for 35. Fall forward again to the 37, maybe the 38-yard line. Gain of about seven for Grant Weatherford on that inside handoff. Yeah, so inside handoff. Weatherford looked like he wanted to bring it to the outside. Did a stutter step and came back inside over the tackle. Picked up eight yards on the play. They'll mark it to the 38. It'll be second and a long two. Looks like the official lost his shoe on the play. Indeed. He's tying it as we speak, and they're already at the line of scrimmage, so you don't need to be looking down with these fellas. He's gotten it tied. Now they're going to spread it out, three wide to the left and one to the right. Here's McClintock. He's going to run. If there's no room there, he's going to fight, maybe get back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it, as uh, trying to spread it out and get a hole there. H.A. filled it up. Yeah, he takes a handoff. It was just going to be a sweep by quarterback Collins McClintock. It looks like that Houston Academy is going to spy him and not let him beat them with his feet. They'll give him a yard on the play to the 39, but it is still a third and two. Big defensive play here for Houston Academy. If they can stop him and force him to punt, they'll tighten it back up here on the formation. Goldsboro is to McClintock's right in the shotgun. Quick snap. Here's the inside reverse to Weatherford. He's racing. 25. 25. 40. 30. 20. 10. Reverse. We'll take a one-minute break. Providence leads HA 7 to nothing. Be right back. 
If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move-over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. Welcome back. The ball is in the air and into the end zone on Providence's routine kickoff after scoring on its first possession, a 61-yard touchdown run by Grant Weatherford. A.J. starts at the 20. Game of inches, Mark. It's an overused crochet, but Weatherford falls forward, just barely gets the first down on the first series of downs. And that keeps the drive alive, and there goes Providence. Absolutely, and they couldn't start any better for Providence. Yeah. They wanted to get on the board quick, and I think that's why they took the ball. And now they've got Houston Academy chasing a little bit. That's what they want to force some turnovers and force pressure on this Houston Academy offense. Too wide to the left here, Sheldon Ott. He looks to throw that way. He's going to throw it, and it is intercepted. It's a Kali inside the 20 to the 14-yard line. Yeah, that puts the pressure on you when you got to score like that when you're chasing a little bit. But he threw it behind his receiver. The receiver had no chance at that. Holly was trailing the play. He got a little bit of a gift there. So he was in a good position to make the tackle, but the ball came straight to him. Now Providence in business once again inside the 15-yard line. Eight seconds on that time of possession for H.A. on that possession. They just can't afford to keep the defense out there. And the game just beginning. Here's McClintock to Goldsboro. He tries to pop it outside. He gets past one man to the 13 to the 11-yard line. There's a bit holding penalty, though. The flag down about where McClintock took the snap, and this is probably coming back. That's kind of been their bugaboo all years, those holding penalties. And Lance, you got to remember, this is their 10th straight game, so there's a little bit of maybe uh, fatigue out there, and that, that makes you sometimes grab and hold sometimes. There is an H.A. defender down at the point of the tackle. They're looking at him right now. The officials are allowing uh, that to take place while they go ahead and mark this penalty off against the Eagles. We're not sure who the young man is that's down or what the ailment may be, but they're looking at him right now. Yeah, they can't afford any injuries. It looks like he's getting up now. That's uh, number six, got a leg injury. Yes, uh, lifting off, um, putting a little bit of weight on it is uh, is that uh, Banks Nichols, yep. uh, maybe their best receiver. Yeah, he's, he's really in, struggling right now. Yeah, he is uh, really favoring that right uh, right leg, it looks like, and he is getting a little help as he has to go all the way across the field to get to his sideline, and they'll take a closer look at him then. The ball is now on the 27-yard line of Providence. I'm sorry, of Houston Academy. So it is first and 20-30. Here's a wide formation for Providence. It's a little throw out in the flats. 
It is caught to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, and out of bounds right there near the line to gain. Just a little move. Yeah, just a little flare pass, and they opened up the alley for him to run down. Good job. Uh, the first down inside the top. Providence uh, wide receivers did a very good job of blocking downfield, and just uh, Lewis didn't even get in contact until he was nudged out of bounds there at the three-yard line. That's going to be a first down, a gain of 24 on the play, first and goal for the Eagles. Providence looking really sharp offensively in this early going, Lance. That's true, and we, we've talked a little bit of this season about H.A. And, and really not having a speedster on the team. Nichols goes out. He was far and away the satellite player. Here's the tie formation for Providence. Here is Goldsboro right up the middle and into the end zone. Touchdown. Providence touchdown. Gus Goldsboro from three yards out, and the Eagles are up two scores three minutes into this game. Yeah, it's tough for Houston Academy. They're going down 13, maybe 14 to nothing. Their offense is not structured to really be for, come from behind teams. But like we said, a good start for Providence. They've looked very sharp, and they look crisp out there offensively. That's right. Uh, 13 to nothing pending this extra point from John Jeter, and somebody is going to have to get this uh, Houston Academy team up on the sidelines and let them know there's still a lot of football left to be played. Jeter's extra point is up. And it is good. So, 8.59 left to go in the first quarter. Providence scores, gets in the turnover, scores again, 14 to nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more high school football action here on the ball. A message from All In Credit Union. Throughout our communities, there are hundreds of charities making a dramatic difference in people's lives every day. To help these vital community partners, All In Credit Union is once again giving back to the community with one of several grants of up to $100,000 in assistance. To apply, complete the online application at allincu.com slash grant. Applications must be received by 5 o'clock November 1st, 2019. All In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. Good run back for Houston Academy here on school kick, which is caught at about the 25, right up the middle to about the 45. That's where Houston Academy will take over here now, down 14 to nothing, but at least they got a little something, a little uh, silver lining here for Houston Academy. And as I said earlier, Mark, somebody's got to get this team up. They were they were really... Well, they don't need to panic. Yeah, so we're going to play a little over three minutes in this game. There's 44, some change minutes left to go in this game. They just need to stick to what they do best and, and play the offense. It looks like they're going to have a penalty called Burgess. Yeah, the the field. yeah, there's an uh, illegal substitution penalty for Houston Academy. Twelve men appeared to break the huddle there. They tried to get one off, but you can't break the huddle with that many, even if you catch it after that. So they'll back it up five. It'll be first and 15 from the 40. It looks like a timeout for Houston Academy. They'll take the flag away then and allow Coach uh, Jamie Riggs to call the timeout. So there will be no five-yard penalty there. And that's just like Houston Academy and Coach uh, Riggs. Absolutely. You've got to go ahead and do it. Down two scores and uh, penalties against a team that has had trouble moving the ball are magnified. It's 
five-yard penalty for a team that's got a potent offense, maybe not that much, but if you don't, every yard counts. Exactly, and, and they got to get uh, Sheldon Ott settled down a little bit now. He threw the interception. Can't do nothing about that now. Don't let that affect the rest of your plays. You just got to settle down and run the offense. Okay. No harm, no foul after the timeout, and it's still first and ten from the 45. Two wide to the right for Houston Academy. One back next to Sheldon on the shotgun. It'll be Carpenter. They're going to run it to him. He's got a little bit of room inside that Providence territory to the 47-yard line and maybe the 40, I guess they'll call it the 48, a gain of seven. It'll be second and three. Good run for Carpenter. Nice counter play over that left side of that Houston Academy line. Picks up seven yards, like you said. And that's what they need to do, just settle down, run their offense, pick up yardage. Second and a short three. Same formation here for H.A. Two wide to the right. Now we've got motion. Ogletree comes in, makes it a little bit tighter. Here's I. He's got immediate pressure. He throws down the flat, and it's incomplete. As Ogletree just went out about uh, parallel line of scrimmage, I got immediate pressure, had to let it go, which is a little bit off. It's third and three. Yeah, Cole Smith came in rushing him pretty quickly, and uh, did get a chance to set his feet through the ball low. And that's been the problem all year. He's not been able to set up back there. Once he sets up like any good quarterback, gets his feet under him, he's got a nice arm and can get the ball down the field. Early still in the first quarter, 8-14, but Providence is already up 14 to nothing. Houston Academy has the ball in Providence territory at the 47, third and a short three. Little movement before do we have a flag? We do. But I think this is going to be a first down for H.A. It looks like early movement for Providence. Yeah, the right side of that defensive line got over in the neutral zone. If the play had run, Mark, I think Providence was going to get a little bit of its own medicine inside reverse there. I don't know if it would have worked or not, as it was still in the, the process of being run. But uh, that's the only bad thing, I think, for Coach Riggs, is they showed it to him yeah, and couldn't do anything with it because of the penalty. Yep. First and 10 now from the Providence 42 for Houston Academy. They'll work that same formation with two to the right. Here's motion now. It's going to be an end around, and it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. The back is tackled for about a three, four-yard loss as, wow, probably in there. Harry Herring with the tackle, bringing it all the way back to the 46. It's just, again, we were talking about speed, and uh, Providence was the lickety split in there, and no chance for that to get to the edge. Yeah, once he saw that reverse coming around, he broke through and just came back there and stopped it for the four-yard loss. Second and now 14 from the 46. And if you're Houston Academy, you can't get behind the chains. you got to keep moving forward. Now they'll reverse that formation and send two wide to the left. Here comes motion. Here comes Carpenter, he's going to try to find a little something, but there is nothing there. He fights to get back to the line of scrimmage. There were three Providence Eagles that had penetration into the backfield. Never had a chance. Exactly. It's penetration by that Providence line. They're not sending backwards. It's the front four that are getting back there, and Houston Academy has nowhere to go with the football. That's going to put uh, Houston Academy in a predictable pass situation, third and 14 from the 46-yard line of Providence. And if you're part of it, that's what you want to make Shell and I try to beat you with his arm here tonight. Two wide to the right for H.A. Shell and I from the shotgun. He drops straight back. He lets it go. It's going to be caught. And it looks like it, uh, well, who are they going to mark that? He was thrown back. That first down is all the way down there at the 32. 
Oh, you're exactly right. The uh, pass only went uh, about seven yards in the air. Uh, so it looked he, free and went backwards, yeah. and they're going to not give him his progress, full progress, and it's back to the 45-yard line. Yeah, he caught the ball at the 40-yard line, which would still have been seven yards short of the first down, but then he was thrown back, literally, to the 45, and that's where they're going to say the ball will be marked if he was tackled then. I'm not sure about that, but it really doesn't have an effect no. on the outcome anyway. You're down 14. You've got to punch this ball away. You can't afford to get him a short field. Grant Weatherford is back well. He's at his three-yard line. I don't think you want to feel the punt there anyway, Grant. You need to be at the 10. Nonetheless, it's a good kick. It's going to bounce at the 7 into the end zone, and that's uh, going to be a high. Yeah, I think he got a lucky bounce on that because he tried to feel that on about the one-yard line. And it kind of bounced over his head a little bit, and he, he got lucky and bailed out on that one. It'll be first and 10 for Providence at the 20. Houston Academy needs a defensive stand here. They can't go down three scores here in this first quarter. Do you go for the jugular here? I make so. I'm going to get somebody behind, maybe a collie or someone, go deep here. I think maybe not on first down, but come back on second down if you pick up some yardage on this first down play. It'll be a tight formation for Providence here on its first and ten. They're just going to hand it off to Goldsboro up the middle. He's going to go to the 26-yard line. Good gain of six on that first down play. Bring up second and four. Yeah, just an inside handoff, one of their bread-and-butter plays. He did a good job of dancing through there, finding a little bit of a hole. Picked up six yards on the play. Now with a second and four, I think if you want to try something deep, you try it here. We're a little bit in danger here as we are 525 and counting in this first quarter with Providence already at 14 to nothing. We're a little bit in danger of the game tilting well severely in one direction. Uh, if H.A. can't stop this team, there's a little bit of movement there, but it looks like... Uh, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's he burst through that, but it was beautifully blocked by the line as they just pushed the defensive line back. He found that hole, and it was caved by the door once he broke the line of scrimmage. Jeter in again for the extra point. 4.59 showing on this first quarter clock. There's the kick. It is up, and it is good. 4.59 left to go in the first quarter of Providence all over Houston Academy. 21 to nothing. We'll be back after this one-minute break right here on the ball. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 9831506 to get the dumpster you need. We'll get it there quick. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service devoted to green. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, 
Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. The Eagles all over Houston Academy, 21 to nothing, 459 still showing in the first quarter. Jeter with a kickoff. It's a little slipper. It goes through a Raider, but it's fallen on by a different Raider at the 38. That was very close to being recovered by the Eagles, but the Raiders fall on a still have it at the 38. Yeah, but I'm not sure about that strategy, Lance. You're up 21 to nothing. You're kicking a little half squip, half onside kick like that. I think you kick that deep and make them drop the fifth because you're giving them the ball at the 38-yard line right there. And so, uh, you know, I don't question the coaching, but I don't know that that was the best play to do right there. You don't really have a breakaway threat, especially with Nichols being banged up for H.A. right now. Pistol here is still not to Jake Ogletree. He's going to fall forward to the 40. He'll get two, but he, you know, he was tripped up. He could have gotten some pretty decent yards if he'd managed to fight through that one tackle. So there was something there, but instead it'll be just a two-yard gain. Providence didn't get the penetration they've been doing. H.J. did a nice job with their offensive line, opening up a hole over there, but you're right. He kind of got tripped up just by a foot and brought him down after a two-yard gain. Mark, right now, the sidelines, which is the academy, looks like a portrait. There's just no one moving over there. I think they're a little bit stunned. I know they knew Providence was the favorite. I don't think anybody thought three touchdowns in the first six minutes. Here's Ogletree. He's going to fight to get half yards to the 41, maybe bring up 30 long. Well, Providence has not been explosive the last three games, as we said, coming on the air. They've only averaged 12 points a game. They look more like the Providence from earlier this year in this game. So, uh, H.A.'s just kind of thick of what they're doing. It's a third down and a seven for the first down. They just need to keep their offense going. I don't know. At some point, do you start maybe going for it on fourth down. I don't know. I, I think you got to shake the tree somehow, some way to get back in this game, and I know it could go the other way, but uh, you got to think about something. Two wide to the right for H.A. Third and seven high. Immediate pressure. He fights to get past one man he won't. He'll be stacked back at the 35-yard line, and I just had no time. There's several, several... Uh, they have the Christian Eagles in there. Uh, I think maybe... Um, but that was uh, a chancellor came off that end over there, did a nice shot from his back to position, and that's the problem. If Avon, I mean, excuse me, if uh, if Shilinot doesn't have time, he's not fleet-footed to be able to get away from him, so he's got to pretty much get the ball away and not take those sacks. They're looking for a punter. He was warming up, uh, and everybody was lined up, and the punter was still taking some warm-up punts. And he is out there now and ready to go with six seconds on the play clock. Five, four. Three, there we go. And it is up, and it's a line drive. It's going to bounce right in front of Weatherford. Weatherford's going to just let it go. And it will die right there at the 23-yard line. Yeah, the smart play. He thought about trying to get that up off that second bounce, but you're just asking for trouble when you do that. Nice job of just letting it settle down there and then bounce. So who have we not seen thus far for Houston Academy? We haven't seen Giovanni Devine, I don't think. We haven't seen Seb. Abba, we, we saw him last week, and he, if I remember right, he did get a little bit banged up. So that's two guys that I know Houston Academy would like to have as offensive weapons that just aren't there. Yeah, they're very limited in what they can do offensively, and uh, they really had to keep this game close going into the fourth quarter and stay within a, a touchdown at least no more than that for Providence to have a chance in this game, I believe. 2.39 left to go in the first quarter. Providence leads 21 to nothing. They've scored easily on each of its three offensive possessions. Here they are now. They're going to spread it out here. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Here's McClintock. 
He drops back. He's looking down the field. He's got pressure. He escapes it. He's rolling to his right. He's going to throw it back over the middle. It's going to be caught by Lewis at the 30. If I throw it to the 33-yard line, something he's told not to do. But uh, Lewis was pretty pretty open. He threw against his body right to the middle of the field, and Lewis caught it. He'll gain about 13, well, 12 yards for a first down. Well, where are they going to mark it? Yeah, it looks like they're going to mark it. Why, that's a first down marker, but they're going to... Yeah, yep. we'll give him 11 to the 33-yard line. Nice place on the clock, able to get out, escape the rush. He got out, but you're right. You never throw it back across to the middle. But he was so wide open, yep. there was nobody around him. Nice vision on the clock. Well, just two wide to the right now, one to the left for... McClintock, he's going to hand it to Goldsboro. Goldsboro pops it to the right, to the 30, to the 25, to the 50, and inside AK territory to the 49-yard line goes Gus Goldsboro as uh, great uh, blocking there by the Providence offensive line. The holes are there, and then once Goldsboro gets to the second level, he's making a couple of guys miss. Yeah, they're spreading that defense out, and then the offensive line is just going to work on them. But you're right, the Goldsboro looks fresh tonight. They, the whole team looks, looks fresher than we've seen them in the last few weeks. Indeed. First and 10 from the HA 49. Under two minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Again, Providence already up 21 to nothing. Three wide to the right. One to the left. Here's McClintock looking now to his left. He's going to throw it long. He's looking. He's looking. It is incomplete. Thrown out of bounds. The intended receiver there was Jay Chandler, but uh, he couldn't have brought it in even had he uh, caught it. He was already out of bounds. Yeah, Chancellor's got speed, and he can get deep. They've been putting him out here by himself, one-on-one coverage with no safety over the top, so uh, tried, to, tried to hit him deep, not able to do it. I believe that was Austin Carpenter on the, uh, on the coverage, did a good job of uh, really not giving that play a chance of working. Second and ten from the 49. You got the ball in the in HA territory at the 49, so it, you may look at this in four down territory from Providence. You could. You feel good about how your defense has been playing. Here's Goldsboro again up the middle to the 45. He'll fall forward to the 44. Maybe even work off the 44. Again, of five will be third and five. Got a late penalty flag that came in from the outside official. Not sure what that was about. They're talking about it right now. One of the officials is talking to the head referee. Head referee's nodding his head. He's going to talk to the headlines now. It's a dead ball foul, I believe, the way he threw that flag. McClintock's going over to the huddle to see, hey, who's this on? What happened? Now uh, the head referee is talking to a third official. Now they're going to back it up against Providence, whatever the call. Dead ball, so this should be still third down. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike on the Eagles, and of course we didn't. There was, there was uh, obviously a electrical activity. We don't know what was said or done, but that moves the ball all the way back to the 44 of Providence. Yeah, and that's going to burn Coach Kenny Keith off his. Uh, they've had problems with those penalties a little bit with the like penalties this year, and he's really trying to rein them in. And he did off his two upset, so uh, maybe he doesn't agree with what the call was. Now they'll tighten up the formation, Will Providence, as it is third and about 20 from the 44. Here's McClintock. He's looking long. He's going to throw it down the right sideline. It's going to be Weatherford. He has to play defender there, but it goes out of bounds as it was overthrown. Good coverage there by Houston Academy. Now we've got a flag back in the Providence backfield near where McClintock let that ball go. Let's see what this is. 
Yeah, I didn't see anything, but I was watching the ball down the field. Barry let go of it. They're talking to an H.A. captain, so this one may be a hole again. It's third and 20. He might just decline this penalty, although it was well in the Providence backfield. You could take it, but they will decline it, and that will bring up fourth and very long and first punch for Providence. Yeah, kind of surprised they didn't take it and try to push it back a little further so they get better field position, but you really don't risk that. I mean, they've gone 80 yards or 70 yards on a couple of plays, so Jake Smith to punt. Can't quite tell who that is for Houston Academy. The numbers are light here, but he's standing at his 23-yard line. Takes his time. Angles it. Bounces at the 28. Bounces straight up. It's caught at the 25, and actually it's fumbled. Who's got it? I think it got out of bounds. Either he dives on it or it goes out of bounds right there at about the 27, 28-yard line. So... It'll be H.A. Ball. 104 left to go in the first quarter. 21 to nothing problem. H.A. now has their first defensive stop. Now they need to do something offensively. Need to put a drive together here. Put some points on the board. They have a little size on the offensive line, especially on the right side, but they just haven't been able to uh, get any push yet. Straight on formation. One to the left, one to the right. Here's Odd from under center. He's going to pitch it to the uh, 33-yard line. The game's about five, so pretty good. Pretty good. Well, what play by the Houston Academy right side of their offensive line. It, it, was a, it was a downhill run all the way. He pitched it, and he came straight north and south with it to the outside. Brock Mitchell was the runner there, and he gets about five yards. to be second and five from the 33-yard line. I think if you're H.A., you just keep running. You're doing a good job running the football. Yeah. Don't worry about throwing it right now. Just get that uh, running game going. Still the eye. Austin Carpenter is your fullback in the eye. Jake Ogletree is the tailback. They're going to hand on the counter to Ogletree. He's got room. Oh, no. He's tackled by Colley at the 36. It looked like Ogletree was going to have some room to maneuver there, and Colley made a great shoestring tackle. Yeah, he had one more cut to make, and he would have got to the outside and could have made a big, long run. Kylie got him, stopped him two yards uh, short of the first down. Ball's at 37 now. That'll be the last play of the first quarter. It's all Providence. The Eagles lead this rivalry game 21 to nothing. We'll be back with second quarter action in one minute right here on the ball. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Welcome back. We're starting the second quarter here. Providence leads HA 21 to nothing. I'm 
wondering here, there's a huddle by the officials at the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure what the discussion is. I don't know if there's some discussion about where the ball should be marked. Right now, the ball is marked just about a half yard short of the line to gain. I think it was two yards short. Now they push it back maybe another yard. The uh, head referee is going over to the Providence sideline to talk to Coach Kenny Keith about something. And while that discussion is being had, then there's another huddle of officials at the line of scrimmage, and now a couple of officials are going over to Coach Jamie Riggs to let him know what uh, the situation is. I wonder if they're just trying to get them to settle their players down just a little bit. Yeah, that's – well – Absolutely. Uh, that needs to be communicated very clearly. It's a rivalry game. There's already been a dead ball foul in this game in the first quarter. So, yeah, there definitely needs to be uh, communicated that there's going to be a zero tolerance for any kind of stuff like that. So, whatever it is, if that's what it was, that's been communicated. The ball is about a yard away from the line to gain as we begin here in the second quarter. Ball is resting on the 37-yard line of Houston Academy. Straight eye formation for the Raiders. There's going to be movement on that uh, left side for A.J., and all of a sudden third and one becomes third and six. Changes yeah, everything. The, the tackle pulled out. He's going to pull around that right side, and uh, they weren't all on the same page with the snap count, apparently. That's, that's the killer penalty right there. That makes it third and seven. That changes it completely. It was a hard count, and it looks like maybe – Houston Academy was hoping it would be Providence that would jump into the neutral zone, but instead we had movement from the Houston Academy offensive line, and they will back it up to the 32-yard line. Now you've almost got to put the ball in there, but he's going to go under center, which yeah, they've been running through yeah. that formation. Straight eye again. They will fake the uh, handoff play action pass. It's going to be in the flat, knocked away by Hayes Lewis. Just over the outstretched hands of Jackson Colley. Hayes Lewis knocks it down. So uh, a little bit late in developing there. The intended receiver was Thomas Morris. He won't get it, and Weatherford will go back to seal this Houston Academy front from Judson Lisenby. Yeah, Providence had that one covered, and Hayes Lewis was out there. Uh, kind of lucky he didn't intercept that if you're H.A. and pick it to the house. Lisenby will get rid of his punt at about his own 20. Weatherford is standing at his own 35. Here is the snap. It's a good one. Listen, be let to go. It's almost blocked. It's a hard line drive that's going to go all the way to the 25. Weatherford runs it down to the 35, the 40, the 50. There's a flag, the 40, and there he goes. He's going to go all the way, but I think they're going to call this one back. Well, as uh, Weatherford walks into the end zone, but uh, there's a flag resting at the 46-yard line of uh, Providence, and it looks like this one's just going to come back. Yeah, officials are calling him back with the football. That was a play, Mark, in which once Weatherford got to about the 46-yard line, that was the last line of defense for Houston Academy. The last 54 were just him to waltz around in the end zone. Yet I'm not sure what happened on the coverage because it was punted to that right side, and uh, H.A. had nobody over there. Wipe out the punt return for Weatherford. The ball, uh, the flag at 46, so they'll back it up 10 from there. Certainly, as sharp as they looked on the, those first three drives, the last two drives have kind of been starting to Yeah. So the line of scrimmage will be the 36 after that penalty mark off. We just started the second quarter. Providence leads 21 to nothing. Providence looked like it was heading 
to another score at the end of the first quarter, but penalties derailed that drive. They start this drive with a penalty. Yeah, tight formation for the Eagles. Uh, Collins McClintock is in the shotgun. Let's go for to his left. Here is the inside handoff to Hayes Lewis. He fights through and tries to get back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. Well defended by the Raiders. Nice penetration by that right side of the Houston Academy defense as they got into the backfield, able to bring him down at the line of scrimmage. Maybe. Big drive here. If you're HA, you can't go down four scores. You've got to stop them here and then get something going offensively. No doubt about it. You still, you still feel like there's some semblance of an opportunity to get back in it with a three-score disadvantage, even though that's tough. But to go down four, that's very, very difficult. They'll tie it up again. This time, just McClintock back there. Now there's motion. Now there's a pitch to Lewis. He looks to try to fight through again. He won't. He'll fall forward for a yard, but that's all, as that was well defended again by the Raiders on the uh, attempted pitching around. Good pursuit by the Raider defense. You're right. They got out there and didn't let him cut it back inside. Brings up a third down and long. Third down, and it looks like about nine yards. As it's going to be interesting to see if they still try to pound this. It uh, would seem to be a passing down, but HA is, uh, uh, well, Providence has been very successful on the ground. They'll keep the formation tight. They will. Pass it to Collie. He's open at the 45 as they say the 40. The 35. He knocks a little hit on the man, the man that could tackle him, and he walks into the end zone for a touchdown. That will be a 63 yard touchdown completion from Collins McClintock to Jackson Collie. It went about uh, 20 yards in the air. Those uh, NHL defenders, it looked like he was going to get him down, but Collie just stiff armed him away, and then he was gone to the end zone. Beautifully designed plays. It looked like that uh, McClintock was going to run with the football. He came out looking like he was looking for a hold, and all of a sudden pulls up and uh, throws the ball to Collie. Collie gets it, breaks away from the tackler, goes in the end zone for the touchdown. 27 and nothing. John Jeter in for the extra point. Here's the snap. It is high. Weatherford gets it down. The kick is up, and it is good. 205 left to go in the second quarter. Providence 28, Houston Academy nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more high school football action right here on the ball. The prices are falling on all remaining 2019 models at Action of Dothan. Save thousands off the 2019 GMC Acadia with 16% below MSRP. Total savings of 8328 Shop and save on the 2019 GMC Terrain with 18% below MSRP or total savings of 7817 The prices are falling at Action of Dothan. Shop and save in-store or online at actionofdothan.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Are you ready for action? Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit Harris Security. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. John Jeter's kickoff goes into the end zone following another big play for the Eagles. A 63-yard touchdown pass from 
uh, Collins McClintock to Jackson Colley, 28-0. Sometimes, Mark, one team is just better than the other and plays like it. Yeah, and I, and I think that the Houston Academy is a little bit shocked at what's happened. Uh, they fell behind so early in this game, and it just kind of kept rolling downhill on them. And, uh, you know, it's just a tough one now. There's 20 to nothing, and I don't know that they've got the five power to bring this one back home. Decent character revealer here as uh, Austin Carpenter with a handoff. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage, but that's all. And we'll have second down and 10 for the Raiders. Coach Rick is... Coach Riggs is showing the pass, Lance, that he's not going to panic and he's going to stay with his offense. Last right. week against Wicksburg, they were down two scores in the fourth quarter and they just kept on running their offense. Well, I, I think uh, at some point in the season, I think Coach Riggs understood that uh, he, there is some uh, building blocks that need to be set here for the future. And um, you got to get those things under your legs before you do other stuff as well, so that's understandable. Two wide to the left for Ott from the shotgun this time. He looks to throw. He's going to let it go. He gets hit as he throws, and this one is over the head of everyone and incomplete as Jake Ogletree was the intended receiver, Jackson Colley on the coverage, third and ten. Yeah, he had him out there, just not able to set his feet and throw it uh, to get it to him. Lance and Coach uh, Coach Riggs is in uncharted water. He's only had, this will be only his third losing season in 32 years of coaching, and uh, he has not missed the playoffs since uh, 1998 when he was at off. That's right. Uh, shocked everybody last year by making the playoffs, and maybe maybe too high expectations coming into this season. Uh, third and ten now for H.A., here is Odd. He's going to get immediate pressure, and he's going to take it down by Fulcher. I believe he will. A loss of nine yards on the play. That's Grant Youngblood. Grant Youngblood as uh, Sheldon Odd turned straight into Young. He's trying to get away, but he just can't escape there. When they put the pressure on him, he doesn't have the speed to be able to get out of the pocket and make something happen. Under nine minutes left to go in the second quarter. Providence already leading 28 to nothing. Most likely when Weatherford feels his punt, it will be inside H.A. territory. Peter Lewis is motioning to Weatherford as to which way this return is set to go. It looks like it may come our way, Mark. Although the kick goes to the other side of the field. It's going to bounce and be caught at the 45. Here comes Weatherford up the middle, and he'll just pile into the pile and take it to the 43-yard line of Houston Academy. That's where the Eagles will start. I think Coach Kenny Keith said there better not be a block in the back on this one. So it looked like that they didn't block a whole lot on that one. That's completely <laughs> right. They'll mark it at the 44 as uh, here comes McClintock to the huddle to communicate this play. This is a big confidence booster for Providence going into the playoffs as they look like they were struggling, just kind of limping their way into it. Tonight they look like a different team. Indeed. Uh, they have uh, executed quite crisply thus far, except for a couple of penalties. Here's an inside handoff to Weatherford. Weatherford to the 40. He'll fall forward to the 37-yard line. It'll be a gain of about seven, third, and three. Yeah, they're kind of doing whatever they want to offensively now. Because they've got that defense on their heels. And defense has got to be getting tired. Because yeah. they've been on that field a lot this first half. They have. I think uh, just one first down for H.A. in this half. And I think it was by penalty, if I remember. Because it's correct. Second and a long, well, we'll call it four, for Providence. Here is Goldsboro up the middle. Tries to pop it outside. Will he be able to get outside? He will not. 
if he fits his play there, it'll be a loss of about three or four yards as H.A. Let's see. I believe that was uh, Cooper Andrews. Okay. Did not quite catch the number on that. Good play. Nice job of setting the edge over there as Goldsburg took the play. It was supposed to go over the tackle. He tried to bounce it to the outside. Didn't quite have enough speed to get around Cooper Andrews. A nice tackle. Third and five from the 39-yard line. 722 and counting here in the second quarter. Here's McClintock. He's going to hand it off to Weatherford to get on that inside handoff. He's going to get outside. And he has tackled. A good play there. As Collie looked like he didn't want to get called for a hold there and had to uh, to let his man go. And it was a good tackle there. As Weatherford has stopped about a yard short of the first down. Yeah, but I think they're going to go far because he picked up enough yards to make it kind of a gimme here. Of course, you don't have a quarterback sneak option out of the shotgun formation. Fourth and a yard, about a four yard to go at the 35-yard line at Houston Academy. Providence will tighten up the formation. H.A. will stack the box. Here's McClintock. Here's Goldsboro. He's going to get it. He's going to 30. He's going to go all the way down to the 26-yard line. It'll be a first down easily gained by the Eagles. Yeah, he didn't get stopped until he got to the second level. Nobody touched him. Coming to the line. First and 10 from the 26th for Providence. Approaching the halfway point of the second quarter. 15 seconds on the play clock as McClintock gets to the huddle, so they'll break it with uh, nine seconds now as they go to the line of scrimmage. Still enough time if he's eyeing the play clock. Four seconds, three, two. There it is. It's Goldsboro. He's going to get through to the 20. He's going to get outside. He's going to 15 and pass forward to the 11-yard line. Just Goldsboro, he was met. He took one step for after the handoff, Mark. It looked like I don't have anywhere to go, and then he found yeah, to go. The play was designed to go out to the left, and uh, he went out there, and there was a bunch of Raiders. He did a sidestep and then found a hole back toward the right and uh, broke it out the back side. It looks like this one might come back, though. There is a flag down, and it all everybody is walking back the other way. So let's see if this is a holding penalty. It looks like it is. It's a 10-yard mark-off. But the flag was, well, let's put it this way. Um, Goldsboro ran to one side of the field, and the flag was all the way on the far other side of the field. But nonetheless, that'll back it up 10 yards. It'll be first and uh, all about 20 yards. Can you keep they want to invest in some oven mitts on those offensive linemen? Here is McClintock. He's looking to throw. He's looking for Sullivan. It's caught at the 28-yard line. So he'll get uh, about eight or nine yards on that, and that's a good chunk of that yardage back. Yeah, and I'm looking play as McClintock got hit as he threw the football. I'm not sure he was throwing to Sullivan, but Sullivan was there when it came out, and Sullivan was there, and about three yards behind him was Grant Weatherford, who I think we both thought maybe that's what it was intended for, but uh, it, it wound up going right to Sullivan, and Sullivan hauled it down. Yeah, Sullivan did a nice job of catching it. Second and 11 from the 27-yard line. Tight formation, strong side left for Providence. Here is Goldsboro. He's going to fall all into the hole. He's going to fall forward to almost the 20-yard line. He may, they may give him the 21. It'll be about uh, three and a half, four yards short of the first down. Do you let John Jeter see if he can kick one from here? 
Well, I, I think they get one more. We'll see. Oh, I'm sorry, it is third yeah. down. I guess that would not be good to kick it on third down. Although, you know, there is a strategy to that at points and times, right? Not a very smart one. No, 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 not this time. Yeah, third and about four from the 21. They've got to get inside the 17-yard line for first down. It was Canadian football would be time to kick it. There you go. Here is the side formation. Here is the pitch to Weatherford. He's going to try to get outside. He'll cut it up. He's to the 15. He's to the 10. He's going to fall down to the seven-yard line. Between the seven and the eight is Grant Weatherford as the first and goal for Providence. Nothing fancy about that. Just to sweep around this right end. They had more blockers out than there was defenders, and he picked up the first down inside the 10-yard line. Good field vision by Weatherford as there were there was a pack of defenders there, but Weatherford eyed the hole very well, squeezed through there, and stayed in bounds as well, and it'll be first and goal from the seventh. I don't know how many rushing yards Providence has in this first half, but they've got to be closing on 200. I would think so. Goldsboro is next to McClintock here. They're going to have an inside handoff to Weatherford. He's going to fall forward to the five, but that's all. As a little extracurricular activity. And uh, you have to be careful about that. And you're right. You better get, can't be careful about that. I've heard that, the, uh, that what you're told to do is play to the echo of the whistle, but uh, that was uh, an echo that might have been in the Rocky Mountains somewhere. Uh, it was a little bit extracurricular. It was very extra. Yeah, bounced off the gym and came back on the field. <laughs> Second and goal from the five. Goldsboro next to McClintock in the shotgun from this tight formation. Weatherford in motion. Goldsboro's going to look to run. He's going to look to cut it up. He's going to get back to the five, and that's all. I believe that was McClintock, the quarterback, that ran it. That's correct. It was a keeper by McClintock, and that's all he, he can get. H.A. doing a good job here with a go-line defense. I think if you don't gain any more yards, I think you do. Yeah, I think you get, get kick the next one. 255 and counting here in the second quarter. Providence leads 28 to nothing. We saw Jeter win the game over Knopp with his leg with two field goals in the second half. Or excuse me, one in the end of the first half and one in the second half. Indeed. Ten seconds, and they're still in the huddle. They're going to have to hurry to get this off. Six seconds. Five. Kenny Keith sees it. Is he going to call a timeout? One second, zero. And I think Collins McClintock saw the play clock at the very last second and called a timeout here to save five yards. Yeah, you can't take the five yards down there from the five to the ten. Eddie play by the quarterback. Well, I think what they did is they went to the line of scrimmage and they wanted to see the defense that Houston Academy was in and uh, planned to call the timeout so they could come to the sideline and maybe design the play they want against that defense. Not not a bad strategy there. We're at 2.32 left to go in the second quarter again. Providence leads 28 nothing, and has made it look a relatively easy. Several big plays, and they're looking to punch it in here late in the second quarter to go up by five touchdowns. Yeah, Providence has won the last, I believe, five games in this series. They lead it six games to five. I think coming into the Houston Academy knew they were in a rebuilding situation, and they know they're not going to get it uh, swung back overnight. It's going to take some uh, some work to get to get this program back to where they want it to be. It will be interesting to see what is said in the locker room and how this uh, Raider team comes out in the second half, though, because this is a rivalry game, and they're getting they're getting beaten soundly. And again, as we said, I don't think anybody would dispute who the better team is this year, but. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see the, the uh, emotion and the energy for the Raiders coming out in the second half. I don't half. think Houston Academy thought Providence was 28 points better. Third and goal. Here is Goldsboro right up the middle. Touchdown. Direct snap, I believe, to Goldsboro. Almost like a Notre Dame box kind of thing as, as uh, Goldsboro took the snap and goes six yards for a touchdown, 34 to nothing. And that's where the softness of that defense has been right up the middle. Yeah, Providence just blocked them back. Because he just, like he said, scampered straight into the end zone. They're looking for uh, uh, an extra person out there on the extra point team. As here comes that person. Still plenty of time to get out there and get this extra point kick. Need and if they kick tonight, you would think everybody would be ready for it. I need a left guard out there. We got one. Here's Jeter. Snap, hold, good. Kick. Good. 227 left to go in the second quarter. Providence now up very comfortably. 35 to nothing. We'll take a one minute break. Be back with more action right here on the ball. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. Providence is up 35 to nothing over Houston Academy late second quarter. Deep kick for the Eagles goes into the end zone. Houston Academy will start first and 10 from the 20. John Gina's done a nice shot tonight of getting that ball in the end zone. He has. Last, this is the last game of the season, regular season for Providence. They'll take next week off to rest up a little bit before they start the playoffs. So, uh, they, they certainly are going into that off week with a lot of confidence. It is, and uh, thus far, they've been healthy in this game as well. And it will be interesting to see the substitution pattern in the second half, too, with that in mind. I don't know that Kenny Keats can take his foot off to accelerate on this well, one. You do want to say, you don't want to get rusty, that's for sure. Here's a little three on that first and ten play. He'll go and get about three yards on a little counter play. It'll be second and seven. Just a little counter play, like you said, as the offensive line able to get a little bit of a crack. He picked up three, four yards on the play. This half has been so one-sided to Providence that you're H.A., you just want something good to happen before halftime. You do. You do. You want to be able to try it off the field at halftime just with something to hold on to. Second and seven from the 23. Ott drops back. He's got a little bit of time this time. He's going to throw it deep. Looking for the receiver. Is there going to be? That was going to be a It is. Dave Chancellor grabbed him and pulled him down. Yeah, he was underthrown, and um, the receiver for Houston Academy was the first to react to the pass. It was Max Burgreen. And Chancellor 
who just couldn't react in time as well and sort of pulled Burr Green back to draw the flag. The chancellor was there in good shape. He's got to trust that he's there. He did, and he pulled him down, and it's a big penalty, and uh, gets Houston cat him out of a hole, and there we go. There's something good needed to happen, and that may spark him here just before halftime. That'll be the second first down gained for Houston Academy in this half, and both have been via penalty for Providence. That'll move it all the way up to the 38-yard line, 145 showing on the second quarter clock. Like, it looked kind of like Houston Academy was just going to try to run the clock out and not have any more damage for halftime, but now I think it changes their whole plan. I formation for Houston Academy. I center center Ogletree as your tailback. We do see Feb Abba in the game. He is uh, blocking for Ogletree, who gets to the 40, 45, 46, maybe the 47-yard line, gain of eight yards. It'll be second and two. Nice run on that yep. play as they just pitched it back to him, and he cut it inside over the, left, the right tackle. Picks up eight good yards. they got to get to the line of scrimmage, though, because that clock is running. Well, we, we saw this last week, and that there does not appear to be a hurry-up offense right now. The Raiders. They have to huddle up, and it looks like the plays have to come from the sideline. So uh, you're right, no hurry up. They will spread it out here. 112 showing on the second quarter clock. Ott drops back. He's got pressure. He's hit as he throws. Deep down the field, it is incomplete, knocked away. A long, long throw down the right sideline, and it was defended by Jake Smith, knocked away, as that will bring up. Third and short as the clock stops with 102 left in the half. Jake Smith had good coverage on the plays. He didn't let the receiver get behind him. And the receiver turned in almost to the defenders. Jake Smith was back there. Chilling off, off limping a little bit as he took another hit. He does. He is, uh, he's had very little time to throw here uh, in this half for sure. They'll go straight high. Third and two. Keep this drive going. Ott uh, is going to turn around on that counter to Ogletree, and he's not going to get it. In fact, he's going to lose a yard. Matthew, if you're a promise, you call time out here and get the ball back. You certainly can if you want to, but right now the second quarter clock is running under 50 seconds here. Now they stop it. Let's see who stops it. Houston Academy stops it with 48 seconds left. Curious call on their part to stop unless they're going for it on fourth down. Well, it, I, I think that's the only reason you would. Uh, it, because yeah. I think you just let it run out. And I don't know why you would go for it on fourth down here with 48 seconds to go. If you don't pick it up, you're giving Providence an opportunity to score one more time for the half. Providence has timeouts left, so if you don't get it, the clock is going to stop at the end of this play one way or the other, and you're going to give... Providence an opportunity to maybe get in John Jeter range. Who knows? They've hit bigger plays for, for touchdowns already in this game, so we'll see what H.A. draws up here. Yeah, but even if you pick up the first down, Lance, I don't know that they have the offense to be able to hurry it up and get it on down there to score in range. This is true. Well, it doesn't feel they're going to go for it. I think this is purely to keep the ball out of Providence's hands. We'll see if they try to draw Providence off sides to get this first down. They're in the shotgun. Central formation. Ogletree is behind Ott. He gets a straight off right tackle. He's going to be stopped for a two-yard loss. Michael Sullivan, that will stop it. That will give Providence the ball at the 43 of Houston Academy with 44 seconds left. And it was a counter play. They, I, it, it's really the play that they've had the most success with. But uh know that now, yeah. Now you've got two timeouts and 44.4 seconds to go. If you're problem, I think you try to stick another one in. 
I think you do, and then treat the second half however you want to treat it. Uh, the starters, for the most part, are still out there. McClintock, uh, Lewis, Goldsboro. Well, and now maybe, let's see, maybe it's the victory formation here. They are. They're in the victory formation, so they're just going to go ahead and take that 35 nothing lead into the locker room as they'll mark the ball for play, and when they do, they will have to run another play as uh, about a four-second difference between the game clock and the play clock. So, well, that's the right decision. Providence has enough points during this first half, and so uh, they're just going to go in 35 to nothing. It's a very, very uh, good senior night for Providence. They honored seniors on the football team, on the band, uh, managers as well prior to kickoff here, and they have certainly enjoyed this first half. It's been a very, well, it's been uh, – it hadn't been flawless. There's been a few penalties, but it's been a pretty impressive and definitely dominant first half of football. They landed some shots early and got uh, Houston County on their heels defensively, took two quick touchdowns on the board, and uh, I don't think that Houston County still didn't know what hit them. Indeed. Players are walking off the field to start halftime. We will take a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll talk about the first half right here on the ball. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. Members of Wiregrass Electric Co-op are turning small coins into big change through Operation Roundup. By rounding up their electric bill, participating members help build playgrounds, send deserving students to college, help wounded warriors, equip firefighters, and so much more. As your trusted and preferred energy provider, WEC is proud to support our community and sincerely thank all who participate in Operation Roundup. A message from All In Credit Union. Throughout our communities, there are hundreds of charities making a dramatic difference in people's lives every day. To help these vital community partners, All In Credit Union is, once again, giving back to the community with one of several grants of up to $100,000 in assistance. To apply, complete the online application at allincu.com slash grants. Applications must be received by 5 o'clock November 1st, 2019. All In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1888, 673 
the go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back to Providence Christian School. We are at halftime. Providence with a comfortable 35 to nothing lead over Houston Academy here at halftime and not a lot to break down here, Mark. Uh, we had a long touchdown pass um, on the flat to uh, Grant Weatherford, and he did the rest. We had a long touchdown run by Gus Goldsboro. We had a long touchdown pass from Kyle McClintock to Jackson Holly. We had a short touchdown run by Goldsboro as well. Did what they wanted to, and really the two drives that uh, they didn't score on, penalties pushed them back, and then uh, the other one ended at the half. Yeah, Lance, I'm not surprised that Providence is leading at the half. I think really the surprising part is how dominant they've been in this first half is they've not shown that the last three games as they've struggled offensively. And, you know, the exclusive plays are what's doing it. They, uh, they were able to take the opening kickoff, drive it down for the touchdown. And then clearly the game plan for Houston Academy was trying to get Sheldon off quickly with some passing. He threw the interception on their first drive. Then Providence sticks it in up to go 14 to nothing. That changed the whole atmosphere and environment out here. Is it really put HA in a hole? And uh, that, that's something they have trouble coming out of this year. Is, is being able to, to catch back up once they have to start chasing another team. Certainly, uh, I think both of these teams were were pretty up emotionally at the beginning of the game. But Providence took the ball to start the the game with uh, three plays on its first possession and fell across the line of the game to get that first down and kept the drive alive and then I think it may have been the next play that was yeah they scored big on and that was deflating for Houston Academy. They know they've got to get right back into it and then on the Raiders first play they throw the interception and Providence goes in pretty quickly after that and then it's been very hard to see any energy or emotion on that Raiders line. You know you, you get hit with three big plays that don't go your way right out of the box and then it's hard to, to get back up from those. Well, I'm sure they've preached all week that they got to stop the Providence running game and put the ball in the top hands to try to beat them with his arm, and, and they couldn't. Uh, Providence came out, and they've just done a great job with the offensive line of just taking control of the line of scrimmage and knocking the defense back. And so uh, I think they're just in a little bit of a shock early on that uh, Providence was able to come out and just establish the running game like they have. So let's let's look ahead. As you said, uh, to begin the game, it's already decided that uh, Providence is going to host a first-round playoff game. They're the second seed in that region behind Pike County. They're going to host. They don't have a game to end the regular season next week, so we're already off. How does Providence handle the second half, up 35 to nothing, with the playoffs in two weeks? I think you start pulling some players out and resting them a little bit. I think you want to go into the playoffs fresh. And if you remember last year, Lance, 
when they had that first round game here against Lamar County, they came out and looked like they were the fresher team simply because they had that week off in between the last game and the start of the playoff. And that's the way that they've been doing this for the last few years. They actually got it from H.A. If Coach Addison used to do that. And Fathers would play a game in that last week. And they get banged up and weren't able to, uh, to go into the playoffs this far. It appears that uh, if things go according to the way we think they're going to go, that Providence's first playoff opponent will be here in Providence in a couple of weeks in Bayside Academy, which Bayside Academy has been a very prolific opponent of Wiregrass football teams in the first round of the playoffs, either some Wiregrass team going there, they're from the Mobile area, or Bayside coming here. I'm not sure that they've seen Providence or Providence has seen them. I don't think so. It's, for the last few years, it's been the Gordo region is what they've been lined up with. And so uh, this year it changes down to the Mobile region. This is actually the Flomington region. Flomington, the state champs from last year, had the big semifinal game between Providence and Flomington last year. Providence is familiar with Bayside from volleyball. They've been playing the finals against Bayside, and Bayside has this long winning streak in the volleyball. But uh, you're right. I don't know that Bayside has ever been to Providence for a football game. And uh, Bayside going into tonight's game, they were uh, they were four and two in region play and five and four overall. They are the third seed, and then the first, uh, the fourth seed, T.R. Miller, would travel to Pike County. And then we're still trying to figure out who's going to be the third and fourth seed here out of this region. To go to what would be the number one seed, Flomington, I'm assuming. Flomington would be number one, and then Mobile Christian would be, if everything holds firm tonight, and I don't know who was playing who tonight, but going into tonight's action, Mobile Christian, they're only 4-4 four four on the year, but I think they've played some teams above that class. They're 4-1, and we can play. Flomington is 4-1, too. And I don't remember seeing who beat Flomington. Uh, it was early on. I remember when they lost the off in a preseason season league, but I, I didn't notice that they lost the game. Correct. Uh, so uh, it'll be good to uh, not have to deal with the with the Gordos and the uh, and the Lamar counties of the world, but uh, different region. You're always going to have a good team that you're going to hit early on in the playoffs anyway. So that's what Providence is looking at. Again, no opponent next week, and the playoffs the week after that. For Houston Academy at one and seven, what are they looking to do here in the second half? They do have a game next week that will end their season. Yeah, they play GW Long next week at North Texas, but this second half, I think they just want to come out and score some points. They don't want to be shut out by their cross-town rival. They just want to come out and end it playing hard and not not giving up on the Well, I think that's what you have to do. And, uh, again, Coach Riggs is trying to build this and build into something where, where they can uh, be a perennial playoff team again, uh, like they were at, at some point. But you're right, just getting a few points here tonight, now that they're down 35 to nothing, can be worth something. And I think it's something that Coach Riggs can take to his team and say, okay, this is something we did tonight. You know, they're on a seven-game losing streak. They won that first game against, I believe it was McKenzie. And this would be their eighth loss in a row. I think last year what happened, they won a lot of close games and uh, were able to hang their hat on that. And they were a little ahead of schedule, I believe, when that 7-4 and four record, 7-3 and three in the regular season. But I don't think anybody saw this coming, that they would go 
04 in the region play. And, uh, but, you know, they've been in a lot of games. They've been close games that could have gone either way. The Geneva game, you look back on, could have very easily gone to, uh, to HA over there. But, uh, you know, I think they just start keep building on it. I don't think he's going to let them lay down here in the second half. He's going to keep on uh, running their offense. They're not going to hurry up. I think they're just going to run it like they would a regular game. It was 0-0. Zero to zero. Just start now. Indeed. Uh, that's the key on the situation here. When we come back after this two-minute break, we'll give you some scores from some other games around the Wiregrass, including one right across town at Ripview Stadium. We'll be right back. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Prices are falling on all remaining 2019 models at Action of Dothan. Save thousands off the 2019 GMC Sierra with 18% below MSRP. Total savings of 10032 Drive away in the 2019 GMC Yukon with 12% below MSRP or total savings of 9650 The prices are falling at Action of Dothan. Shop and save in store or online at actionofdothan.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Are you ready for action? Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit Harris Security. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back. We're at halftime. Providence leads Houston Academy 35 to nothing across town in Ripview Stadium. Dothan trying to win a state championship, uh, state championship, a region championship has its, has its work cut out for it, Mar. Going into halftime, Dothan trails 19 to 7 to Sydney Lanier. They've thrown two interceptions and they fumbled at the two. Right at the end of the of the half, so and this is a big game. If they win this game, they win the region. Yeah. If they lose this game, and I don't part, did Park Crossing lose last win last night? You know, I have not heard of it. If Park Crossing won last night and Dothan loses tonight, that could drop them all the way down to the fourth seed. Give the region to Eufaula, as Eufaula is not playing a region game tonight. They've already finished their region play with only one loss, so uh, that that could really go from, you know, hosting a playoff game to having to travel that first week, and that, that's a big difference there. Sidney Lanier uh, scored off of both of Dothan's interceptions, so that accounts uh, for a couple of their touchdowns, and as we said, Dothan was punching it in to get within a score at the end of the half and then fumbled there as well, so they've really got the work cut out for them in the second half. 
Other scores, Mark. Op leads Slocum 17 to three at the half. Um, looks like that uh, Jeff Davidson Enterprise Enterprise leads 15 to 14 at the half. Wicksburg leads Geneva 13 to six at the half. If Wicksburg wins that game, that's going to make that three-way tie possibly in the in the region, and that's where all that. Uh, that uh, top Laker stuff comes in, and I think it gets all the way down to in on the top Laker, and uh, that's when you just turn to David Monday of the State of and say, David, who plays where? That's absolutely right. Pike County all over strong, 26 to nothing. Geneva County leads Houston County, 28 to nothing. New Brockton over Zion Chapel, 18 to nothing. Bell County, Rehoboth, no score. Park Crossing was leading Carver late in the game last night, 24 to nothing. So I'm assuming Park Crossing won that game. So, so that could drop because Dothan lost to Park Crossing, and that would put Park Crossing ahead of them. You follow in that because uh, you follow's only loss in region play was to Dothan. So if, if Dothan loses tonight, that puts them to the number one seed in the region, and Dothan would fall all the way down to the number four seed. An awful lot of. Um, games were moved to Thursday night across most of the state except for the Wiregrass area with uh, rain in a big part of the state. The northeastern part got a drenching today. Uh, now the uh, central, the west central part of the state is having some severe weather. There's been some tornado warnings in the west central part of the state. So most of the high school football tonight being played here in the Wiregrass. And, and the only forecast was for rain here early in the week. And, uh, you know, we were talking before the game, we've really had some good weather this year. We have not had any bad uh, weather or a lot of rain in any of the games we've been to. Yes, we have been very fortunate. We've had a couple of opportunities where we thought it was going to. And although we have certainly needed the rain, we appreciate this little window of time uh, keeping the fans dry on football Friday nights here in the Wiregrass. Still at halftime, Providence leads Houston Academy 35 to nothing. We'll take a two-minute break, come back and talk about some action and the college ranks tomorrow right after this. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right. The cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9 and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. 
Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is more than a power provider. We are a dedicated member of this community, and we care about the education and development of our young people. That's why WEC is a proud sponsor of our local athletic programs. High school sports teach our youth teamwork, dedication, and leadership. As your trusted, preferred energy provider, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is focused on developing leaders today who will make our community better tomorrow. Welcome back. We're still at halftime here. Providence Leach, Houston Academy, 35 nothing. One other score you may be interested in. The Astros in a pretty much a must win, up 2 to nothing on the Nationals in the bottom of the third the World Series. Uh, tomorrow, mark all eyes on Auburn LSU in Baton Rouge. LSU is about a 10.5 point favorite in this game. So will be by far the best defense that LSU has played. If anybody is going to slow down this LSU offense, you would have to think it would be Auburn this year. Yeah, you're right. It's a, a very good defense that uh, Joe Burrow is going to be facing tomorrow. Nobody's been able to slow him down. I think the forecast is for some rain maybe tomorrow as well over there in Baton Rouge, which could help Auburn a little bit if it does rain. You know, you got to feel like that at some point that LSU is going to hit a little bit of a wall and not play as well as they've been playing for Auburn's sake. They hope it's tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, you know, you never know what Auburn's going to do offensively either. Is uh, you know you got a freshman quarterback in there again, going on the road in a hostile environment. It didn't work so well down at Gainesville, but uh, you know he seems to learn quickly. So uh, I think it'll be a close ball game, and uh, you got to give LSU the edge with it being down there in Baton Rouge. Yeah, with a with an experienced quarterback and and at home as well, I would think so too. Bo Nix played well in a hostile atmosphere against Texas A and M. He didn't in a hostile atmosphere against Florida, so it's hard to predict just how he'll play. But I, I think if Auburn can find a way to move the ball on the ground in, in the uh, LSU defense crafted by Dave Aranda that's been very, very good for the past two, three years, not as good this year, maybe because they're on the field a lot more with LSU scoring so much and so quickly. But you think maybe Auburn could move the ball on the ground. Yeah, and I think if you're Gus Malzahn, you've preached into Bo Nix's head all week just don't turn the ball over. If the play's not there, let's just go ahead and throw it away and, and live for another play. So that game is a 2.30 CBS game, and all eyes will be on that one. Meanwhile, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, without Tua Tonga-Vailoa, will play Arkansas. It really hasn't affected the point spread that much. I think it's come down just a tad, but Alabama's still a 30-plus point favorite in this game. I, I can't I can't envision a scenario that this is an interesting game past halftime other than the fact is Alabama going to see anybody else get hurt. Right. I think you're absolutely right. As, uh, Arkansas played Auburn last week, and Auburn just all over them. That game was in Arkansas. I, I don't see where Arkansas has any firepower that they can stay with Alabama. But then again, I didn't think Tennessee did either last week, and uh, they stayed pretty close. But I think... I think Alabama's just going to line up and run the ball at them and uh, not try to do a lot of fancy stuff. No. Um, Mac Jones will get some action. Don't ask Coach Saban if, uh, <laughs> if it'll get past Mac Jones. Uh, he might not. Uh, a little sensitive subject with him. Yeah. It, it, you know, you kind of could have predicted that if you watched a lot of Nick Saban press conferences. Uh, Are you a former sports journalist? Did the, did the writer say that just to get him to – Tweak him a little bit, or do you think it's a legitimate question? If, if that 
reporter has been at more than one Nick Saban <laughs> press conference, he had to have known that answer was coming. I would I would venture a guess. Uh, Troy on the road at Georgia State. It's about a pick'em game. I think Troy opened up a one-point favorite. Now Georgia State's a one-point favorite, and I could I could see this going all the way down to the wire. Yeah, I could too. Troy played a lot better defensively last Wednesday night against uh, South Alabama. They're going to have to play well defensively to have a chance in this game. They play at the old Turner Field up there. It's a nice facility if you haven't been up there. And, uh, you know, Troy can put points on the board. They just got to be able to stop somebody. And, you know, Georgia State has been a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. The same team that played Tennessee has not been there every week. So uh, it's an interesting to see which team shows up. That is a 6 o'clock. Kick, you can uh, listen to it right here on the ball, pregame at 545. We're almost ready for third quarter action. We'll take a one-minute break and be back with it right here on the ball. A message from All In Credit Union. Throughout our communities, there are hundreds of charities making a dramatic difference in people's lives every day. To help these vital community partners, All In Credit Union is, once again, giving back to the community with one of several grants of up to $100,000 in assistance. To apply, complete the online application at allincu.com slash grant. Applications must be received by 5 o'clock November 1st, 2019. All In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. Welcome back. The uh, ball is ready to be kicked off here to start the third quarter. H.A. will receive and see if they can make something happen offensively. Again, only two first downs in the first half. Both were gained via Providence penalties. We'll see if anything has a little fire under the Raiders here at halftime. John Jeter to kick off. He's put a couple in the end zone tonight. This one is a deep one as well and looks like the same thing will happen here as it does. It bounces right to the goal line into the end zone. First and ten for the Raiders from the twenty. Yeah, now you just you start out in a Houston Cabin like at zero to zero and you just try to put a drive together, get first downs, put a drive together and see if you can score some points. You certainly don't want to get shut out by your uh, cross town rival. Indeed. Looks like maybe a mixture of some substitutes and some starters here. Uh, I do see I see uh, a lot of starters still yeah, out there. Hayes Lewis is still out there. Grayson Stewart's still out there. Youngblood still out there. Cole Smith. So yeah, okay, maybe maybe it is your starting eleven. Here is an end around, and it's a pre-snap. Well, there's a whistle. I don't see a flag down there. Okay, on about the uh, 16 yard line. It's a procedure penalty on HA. That end around was going to go for a loss of about a couple of yards. So I don't know what's worse, second and twelve or first and fifteen. You know, pick your poison, I guess. Yeah. So that'll move it back to the 15. Certainly not the way that H.A. wanted to start the second half. Indeed. Six seconds in, already behind the chain. Sheldon Hodges, your quarterback, he'll take the snap from the shotgun. They'll bring two wide to the left. 
Here's Ott. He's looking. He's going to do a cell pass, and it is hard, but immediately tackle there as Michael Sullivan makes sure that Austin Carpenter goes nowhere. That's going to lose about three yards. Yeah, that looked like a WWE move by Sullivan. He yeah. just slammed him to the ground as soon as he caught it. Second now and 18 from the 12 as uh, the little shuttle pass. Sullivan sifted out, and uh, Carpenter couldn't go anywhere. And those first two plays, it looked like Providence's defense was in the huddle with them because they stopped it for a loss on that penalty play and then for a loss there. So. Now from the eye, I will take the snap from under center. Now they'll break the eye. Here's I. going to be a pass. Deep across the middle, overthrown over everyone. Well covered anyway, and it didn't look like Brock Mitchell was going to have an opportunity to catch that ball. No, Ott was getting pressure, and he threw it a lot sooner than he wanted to, and no way that was going to be caught. Jake Smith with the coverage there on uh, Brock Mitchell. That'll bring up third and 18 from the 12. I don't know if you just don't try to run it out of here and just do a draw play or something safe. Screen pass, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe something like that. Uh, looks like a shotgun, two wide to the left, one to the right for Ott. Ott's going to drop back to pass. He's getting immediate pressure. through. going to be thrown the flat, and it's going to be tackled immediately and incomplete as the ball is jarred out of the receiver's hands there. And, uh, again, that's a play that even if the receiver had hauled that down, it was going to be a no gain on the play. That defense looks like they're a step ahead of H.A. on every play out here on this second half. It does. So, with the line of scrimmage, the 12, Justin Lisenby is actually standing a couple of yards deep in his end zone to kick this. Nobody deep for Providence. Yeah, right now there's nobody deep for Providence. This ball is just going to go where it goes as Lisenby kicks it, and it's a line drive It's going to take uh, – a good H.A. bounce, and it'll go inside the 40 all the way down to the 37-yard line. Not sure. Not sure why you don't put somebody back unless you thought that H.A. may fake it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine they would on third and 18 no. or on 12 uh, without getting a first down without penalty. But nonetheless, maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe Providence just wants to work on some things offensively and wanted a bigger field to do it. I, I really well, don't they, They've got it. They do. First and 10 from the 37. Providence's first offensive possession of the third quarter. They're going to spread it out. Three wide to the left and one to the right. Looks like the starting group in there here. McClintock's going to hand it off to Goldsboro, and he's going to be tackled immediately. That's a good defensive play for Houston Academy. I'm trying to see who comes out of the bottom of the pile there. Again, these numbers are very like a lot of 50. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, going to be Chadwick Armstrong, Jr. Yeah, uh, very good play. As, uh, just as soon as Goldsboro had that handoff, it was they penetrated Armstrong right over the center. Loss of two there. That'll bring up second and 12. Good to see that, though. Still some fight in that yep. defense for H.A. Very true. Now they'll tighten that formation up on second and 12. And Kenny Keith doesn't like something, and he goes ahead and takes the timeout yeah, here early. He's very uh, vocal over there with his team. Yeah, he has uh, ripped his headsets off, and he is giving someone what for here. Well, I think the penetration came right over the center, and I think he's uh, in Matthew Marsh's ear a little bit. 
Yeah, there's there's certainly uh, something he didn't like there, and he said it in about seven or eight words and then walked back to the sideline. He let Coach Goodson have it from now to call the play, and you're right, he's back at the sideline. He got his say and came back. I think he wanted – I don't – I don't know how long the starters are going to be in in this half, but I think he wanted the starters to come out and like the game was still 0-0 and be as sharp and as into the game. And I just don't, I don't think he saw that on the first play. Yeah, I think he saw a little bit of lack of today's latitude and uh, or effort, maybe. He definitely got our attention up here. He did. I'm telling you. All right, they'll spread it out. Two wide, three wide to the left, one to the right. Here's McClintock. Here's Goldsboro up the middle. Not a lot there. He'll get to the 37, maybe the 38. Two and a half, maybe three yards. It'll be third and nine. Yeah, just uh, run up the middle, and H.A. did a good job of stacking it up in there. We've seen Goldsboro break that two or three times tonight. Uh, but a uh, good job of punching it up there by the H.A. defensive line. It looked like they was meant to go toward the right because the line's kind of slanted to the right side of the offensive line. He went straight up the middle. Same spread formation for Providence. Here's McClintock. He looks to throw over the middle. Hayes Lewis caught it at the 45. He's got to go another yard to get the first down. He does. He gets it all the way out to midfield, and it'll be a first down for the Eagles. That's too easy as the defense was way off of him as he just settled down in the middle down there, and uh, McClintock put it right on him. So a couple of... Uh, Good defensive plays for the Raiders, but they give up the third and long, as was good execution for the Eagles. Yeah, they ran a couple of receivers deep to run off the safety and the uh, quarterbacks, and just Hayes Lewis came in behind them. They'll keep it spread out, will the Eagles, here from midfield. Here's McClintock. He's got time. He throws down the flats to Goldsboro. Goldsboro tries to get the edge to 45. He'll be knocked out of bounds at the 41-yard line. Gave it about nine. Just a little simple pass out in the flats, and Goldsboro got about nine out of him. Yeah, he had one blocker in front of him. Did a nice job of getting him over the, around the corner. Went down the sideline, and... Uh, I mean, second and short, looks like. Yeah, second and really about a foot as um, they need to get to the 40 of H.A. for a first down, and the ball's resting at maybe a nose short of that. They'll keep it spread out here on second and very short. McClintock, Goldsboro, he'll go forward and fall forward for about two yards, and it will be a first down at the 38-yard line of the Raiders. Yeah, they're just uh, – Picking up the first down, trying to run some clock, I believe. Indeed, and the clock is running, 8.49 and counting here in the third quarter. Providence leads 35 to nothing, driving here on his first offensive possession of the quarter. Yeah, I think Kenny Keith wants to send score here, then he'll start pulling them out. They'll reverse this spread formation, now three wide to the right and one to the left. A little movement here as the receiver here on this left yeah. side left to pick early, and that will put uh, Ed Chance put it behind the change, yeah. He's got man-to-man coverage over here, and he's got speed, but he just uh, left early. Yeah, I think uh, – I don't know where that play was going to go, but I think he really liked the matchup he had there. <laughs> and he was, he was a little bit anxious. <laughs> that will move it back to the 43-yard line. It'll be first and 15. There's one negative out of this game so far for Providence is the penalties, and they can't have these kind of penalties in the playoffs. Correct. They've had them all season. They have. You're right. Same formation. Here's McClintock. He's rolling to his right. He's throwing out in the flats, and it's over the head. Intercepted. Intercepted by A.J. 
Again, looking for a number there all the way across the field. Those numbers are very light. Is it Ogletree? I think it is Jake Ogletree with it. It was just a little simple five, six-yard pass, but it was uh, just uh, – It should have been caught on Hayes Lewis. It was up a little bit, but not where he had to reach way up for it. It was up around his head. Not able to bring it down. And uh, nice play by Ogletree. And he played by Ogletree. Now it'll be first and ten for H.A. at its own 39. They will send two wide to the right, one to the left, one back behind Shell Knott, and now there's going to be a flag. Do we have a um, substitution? I believe that's – well, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're calling on that or, or if they're saying the receiver out there walked up to the line of scrimmage, but he was just repositioning himself. They're going to pick it up. They're going to pick it up. Uh, whatever this official uh, yeah. over on our side thought he saw on the other side, he apparently didn't see. The receiver was off the line, and he just stepped up to the line of scrimmage, and I think they thought he was doing a false start over there. First and ten. Straight up the middle. Good power run for a first down by, I think that's Ogletree. He gets to midfield. He'll gain 11 yards and get a first down. That's the first First down earned conventionally for the Raiders tonight. Yeah, that's their best running play tonight. Ogletree with the interception now with a good run on first down. There's no quit in that young man. Well, and, and that was one of the things that we asked at halftime was how what will be the, the attitude of these Raiders coming out here down five scores, and that, that was a good, hard, fought run by Ogletree to get the 11 yards. Now midfield, here is Ott. Ott the pass. Odds getting pressure. He rolls. He gets away from it. Throws it down the right sideline into traffic and in a, you know, incomplete. As Hayes Lewis knocks it away from Seb, Ava, and uh, yeah, that's all he's hung up on, uh, yeah. on the hot. It will be interesting to see uh, what uh, what the Raiders team looks like next year. And uh, and Odd is only a sophomore. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe if he goes to any camps during the off season, they'll they will be. And I'm sure Coach Riggs talks about this as well. If you have to anticipate where the receiver is going to be and throw it there, but he's got good arm strength. He's got uh, a very nice arm. He probably needs to work on footwork during the off season too. Second and ten from midfield. Here's Ott. He drops straight back, throws it down the left sideline and over the head of Brock Mitchell. Out of bounds. It'll be third and ten. Yeah, it looks like he's rushing to throw his Lance. I think he's not real. Trusting on that offensive line to keep him up back there in the pocket, so he's trying to get rid of it as fast as he does, or as fast as he can, and uh, he just threw that one over everybody. 7.28 left to go here in the third quarter. Providence leads 35 nothing. H.A. has the ball midfield, third and fifth. Oh, going all the way across the field to get the play, and now he comes in with it. He's going to get it to the huddle and communicate it with about 13 seconds left on the play clock. It's communicated very quickly, and the H.A. line quickly gets to its position. Five seconds on the play clock. Four. Here we go. Here's Ott. Straight back. Let's it go down the middle and well overthrown as Mays Lewis almost had an over-the-shoulder interception at the 12 and couldn't quite bring it in. Yeah, he put in the double coverage as Hayes Lewis came over the top. And uh, you're right, he had a chance to intercept it. He's frustrated with himself that he didn't pick that one off. That'll bring up fourth and ten, and it looks like a punt for the Raiders. Again, nobody back, it appears. Well, now Hayes Lewis is going to play a deep safety here. 
You really need to put him back there so that ball doesn't bounce inside the 10-yard line. Weatherford is not in the game. Uh, I don't know if he got banged up or what, but I, I just noticed. I don't know that we've seen him. That ball is going to go into the end zone, the punt. It was a good one. A little bit too good as over. Uh, yeah. Uh, we saw Weatherford an awful lot on offense. He scored on a big play. He had a couple of other big plays in the game. And um, he's standing on the sideline down there with his helmet on. Like he's uh, in the rotation, so I'm, I'm not sure. They may just be giving him a breather. He's right next to Coach Keith right now. We'll see if he's positioning himself to get back in the game. Now McClintock, it appears, is out. And it uh, looks like Smith now goes in as your quarterback. That is um, Jake Smith. He is a sophomore. They'll have a tight formation here. He takes the snap. He's going to hand it off. Is that uh, Durden? I believe it is. He breaks it. The 30, the 40, the 50, the 40, the 30. He's going to go all the way to the Touchdown, Christian Durden. Christian Durden is just a simple inside handoff. It went to the right. He cut it up to the left, and he outran this uh, later team for 80 yards. I think touchdown. he kept being expected to get caught from behind, and they never did catch him. And the young man just took it to distance. Good for him. Bev Abba had uh, had the best chance of getting him, and dove at his legs about the 24-yard line or so, and. Uh, he didn't get him, and after that, it was just a walk through the end zone for Christian Durden. You think we may see a field ball up tomorrow with that on it? <laughs> I tell you, it would be a nice one. Here is the Jeter's extra point. It is up, and it is good. 6.58 left to go in the third quarter. Providence up 42 to nothing. We will be back this, after this one-minute break here on the ball. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 983 1506 to get the dumpster you need. We'll get it there quick. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Welcome back. It was an 80-yard touchdown run as the uh, substitutions were in for Providence. And Christian Jordan says, I'll take that. Thank you very much. He goes all the way. Makes it 42 to nothing. The uh, ensuing kickoff goes into the end zone. H.A. will have it first and 10 at the 20. I tell you, uh, we had mentioned the possibility of a running clock here in the second half. It's 42 to nothing. We don't have it currently. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, I think at some time you, you just go ahead and make that decision and do it. You never want to do it in a rivalry game. I understand that. But, uh, you know, it's, there's no way they're going to be able to catch up. Wicksburg leads Geneva 13 to 12. 
uh, early in the third quarter. We'll keep an eye on that for you. Dealers HA, first and 10 from the 20. I straight up handoff. It's going to go for about two yards. As Austin Carpenter there at fullback, he'll get about two. It'll be second and eight. Now I think we do have the second team defense in for Providence. Pike County leads Strong 26 to nothing. Enterprise leads Jeff Davis 15 to 14. Second and we'll call it seven from the 23 yard line. And if you're HA, you're just trying to get something, try to get something on the board here before this game ends. Here is the I formation for I. He's going to turn around. He's going to pitch it to, looks like Ogletree. Ogletree cuts it in. He's got a good hit of steam. He'll get to the 34-yard line and a first down. Nice run. As he got down, he'll quickly on that little pitch play on the left side of that offensive line. Picks up the first down. Got a hurt player for H.A. on the field. We do, right there at 35. Oh, he's, he's up quickly. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. It's, uh, it is over here. Yeah, he's limping a little bit, but, but walks off under his own power. First and 10 from the 34-yard line as the Raiders have a little something going here. These are the same uniforms, I believe, that Providence unveiled at the Pike County game. A lot better results in them this time than that night. Indeed. They'll come from the shotgun. We'll shell tonight. Here's the snap. It's going to be a little inside handoff to Carpenter. Carpenter will get past the first line there and get to about the 38-yard line, maybe the 39, gain of about five. Yeah, we're at second, second strength defense in now. Thank you, Greg. Jay, you just run the ball and, and just try to put together a long drive. Second and five from the 39. Content to keep the ball on the ground, at least right now, yep. is H.A. They should have this defensive uh, team here outmanned a little bit since they still got their first team in there. So I, I think you just keep running and, and, and put together a drive. Here it is. I know he's going to look to throw it. Oh, maybe not. He's going to throw it out, and it's incomplete. It's going to be a tough, uh, a tough attempt there to to get it to the intended receiver, who was Chapman Andrews, and good coverage there by uh, Mims Harrison. Again, they got a lot of pressure on uh, Harrison. Lander got in on him. Yeah, Harrison Mims was in there on coverage. Good job by him. Third and five from the 39. Kind of gets you off schedule if you're H.J. now with that pass play, third and five. Two wide to the right. Ott from the shotgun. He's going to inside handoff, and it's going to go for a first down to the 40. Well, I think it is. For the 45, I think he's going to get it. Yeah, they're going to give him, say, get it by about a half yard. It'll be a first down. That's the play they showed earlier, and there was a penalty on it, and did get to, to run it. So it'll be first and 10, H.A. from the 45-yard line. Clock moving 447 in county here in the third quarter. Providence leads 42 to nothing. Yes, it's been all Providence here tonight from the opening bell. Indeed, it has. Here is Ott from the shotgun again, two wide to the left. Last score we have over at Ripkew Stadium. There's a push-snap movement here. There'll be a flag. It looks like uh, they'll move that back. 
as it'll be a false start on Houston Academy. The last score we have is um, City Lanier 19, Dothan 7. We'll keep an eye on that for you. Geneva County 42, Houston County nothing. Rahola 49, Dale County 7, Op 17, Slocum 3, Ayrton 36, Cottonwood 3, Abbeville 14, GW Long 7. I bet that's a heck of a game. Greenville 22, Kell nothing. And you brought an 18 Zion Chapel nothing. Yeah, I think that GW Long suffered their first loss last week at Ayrton, or was it the week before? They only lost one game. That's right. First and 15 from the 40, on from the shotgun. Dropping, looking, throwing, looking, and it's incomplete, just overthrown. That's good coverage there by Jake Smith. The intended receiver for Houston Academy was Don Williams. He had him out there. He, again, he threw it too quick. He was a little frustrated with himself because he got the pressure and he just released it before he wanted to. And uh, he just kind of threw his arms up in the air when he, right after he threw it. So Four minutes now, clock stopped. Second and 15 from the HA40. Raiders have the ball. One wide to the left, one to the right. They're having a match protect on as well, and there's usually only a couple of receivers out in the in the pattern. He's going to get hit as he thrown here over the middle in double coverage. Did for Brock Mitchell. Incomplete. Ott takes a lick. This is the second play week. He's taking a beating back there. Again, no chance to complete that one as he released it too soon. But I'm not sure if he's open anyway. It'll be third and 15 now as when you have to match protect like that and you're still getting pressure, you can only send a couple receivers out and basically Providence has the four guys covering two receivers. This year it's not going to find yeah, out in not. Balls are having gone just to the running game. Now they're going for it here on fourth and 15 from the eye. No, it's third. Well, it's third, third. down. Yeah, the, the uh, flagman did change that. Overfield is going to be... Cut down for a loss of about four yards. Great play there in the backfield as Providence's uh, Jonathan Wells was able to get in there and cut down Ogletree. That'll that'll make it fourth and forever, and I think they just got to punt this ball away. Yeah, I think so. They will send uh, they will send a a man back to field this. Judson Lisenby will punt. He'll punt it from about his own 20. Mims is back at his own 25. It's a line drive, but a spiral. It goes right to Mims. He catches it at the 25. He's going to try to get outside. He gets the edge. The 30, the 35, the 40. Oh, the 40, and he goes out of bounds right there. Harrison Mims just gets the edge. And uh, he with a deep leader on a block over there. So he picked up one of the HA guys just as he turned back and just depleted it. I'm telling you, I didn't get a penalty flag on that. I, I, I'm not sure what the blind side block high school rule is, but uh, certainly the young man for Houston Academy did not see that. No, he did not, not at all. 255 showing here in the third quarter. Providence with the ball at the HA 43. This is uh, a good bit of reserves here for. Providence, but it didn't matter on the last drive as Christian Durden scored on an 80-yard touchdown run. Durden is right next to Jake Smith here. He's going to take the handoff. He'll go off left tackle. He'll get uh, to the 38-yard line, maybe a gain of about five. It'll be second down for the Eagles. 
Nice run if he's closing on a hundred yards rushing. Peace. They'll give him four. We'll call it second and six at the 39. That second team offense has totally done a nice job accounting for themselves out there. No doubt about it. They're, in, they're enjoying this playing time, I'm sure. Durden to Smith left here in the tight formation. He'll go in motion now. This will be an inside handoff. He'll go to the 35, maybe the 34-yard line as the carrier is Mason Baker. Close to the first down. He's about to be about a yard short. Little uh, slow getting up for Providence's Jackson Collie, but he gets back into the huddle. Yeah, that was almost like he had a cramp. He did. It's sitting. Ball is at the 34-yard line. It is third and uh, not two yards. Smith from the shotgun. He'll hand it to Durden. Durden makes the man miss to the 30, the 27-yard line. He's cut down there, but uh, he's he's, good he good. does. He does, and he's fresh. He's your eyes. Your eyes. Slow getting up uh, a couple of players, but they're all right. And that will be a first down for Providence at the 28-yard line of Houston Academy, 130 and counting here in the third quarter. Fresh legs make all the difference in the world. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, we're just going to let that clock run as they huddle up. Eighteen on the play clock as Smith takes the snap. He's going to run around the right end. He's going to get outside the 30, the 25, the 20. See where they mark him out at. They'll mark him out about the 19-yard line. It'll be a gain of about nine yards. Yeah, he just tight rope down that sideline. I thought he was going to run out of room when he got to the corner, but he did and turned it up. Picks up nine yards on the play. Eight yards. He went out of bounds, so there's one minute exactly here in the third quarter. Again, Providence leads 42 to nothing. They jumped on H.A. early and uh, got up three scores within the first seven minutes of the game. Here's Smith from the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Durden. Durden tries to get outside. He fumbles. He fumbles, and H.A. recovers. Good defensive play right there. As uh, is that Brock Mitchell? Brock Mitchell comes away with it at the 23-yard line, and now we'll go the other way with it. H.A. has the ball. First turnover for the night for H.A. Good coaching moment for Coach Kenny Keith. As, uh, he, he told the dirt as he came off. Didn't punch at him, just showed him that he had the ball loose and he needed yep. to keep it close to the body. That's right, exactly right. He was trying to get around the corner, and uh, when he did, he let the ball get away from his body. Good play by Mitchell to uh, recover that fumble. From the shotgun, 23-yard line, Sheldon Ott. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it to Ogletree. Ogletree, the 25, the 30, the 33-yard line, right near the line to gain for a first down. We'll see where they mark it. Looks like they're going to be right at the first down marker. They'll put it right on the 33. They'll say, move those chains, and they are moving them. 38 seconds. We'd like to thank our sponsors for making high school football uh, possible here on the ball. We appreciate 
you doing business with them to let them know how much you appreciate them making this high school football available. Stand off straight up the middle. They'll go to about the 37-yard line, probably the last play here of the third quarter as slow to get up there is the runner, but he does make it up. It's over party Looks like a stiff leg there. He may be having a little cramp. It's just muggy tonight. It's not necessarily hot, but it is muggy. He's playing both ways, so he's uh, he's been on a lot of snaps in the second half. That is for that play of the third quarter. Providence leads Houston Academy 42 to nothing. We'll be back with the fourth quarter in one minute right here on the ball. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back. Second seven for H.A. at the H.A. 36-yard line. Here is Sheldon Ott from the shotgun. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it to the back, to the 40, the 45. It's Brock Mitchell inside Providence Territory to the 49-yard line. Good run for Mitchell. Yeah, big hole as the line opened up that defensive line. Nice run as right up the middle. 42 to nothing. Providence leads H.A. Again, just, just the beginning of the fourth quarter. I believe if Geneva holds on to beat Wicks every night, that puts Geneva in the playoffs. That uh, solidifies that position. Indeed. That's where we had with 13 to 12. That's what you have. 26-21 Geneva over Wicksburg right now. First and 10 from the Providence 49. Here's Ott. There's a pre-snap movement and a flag. It's going to be offsides on Providence, actually. Uh, so they will give H.A. a free five yards there. Forty-two to nothing. Uh, no uh, continuous clock here in the in the fourth quarter, at least as of yet. As the clock is stopped, while they determine whether to take this penalty or not, if the official can't get the HA coaches' attention, do you want to take this free five yards or not? And uh, they say, you know what? We just let's just go into it. Yeah, let's uh, mark that five-yard penalty off. First and five from the forty-four. Best chance for HA to score here. And then a long time. From the shotgun, one wide to the left, one wide to the right. Here's Ott. He's going to hand off inside and a fumble. It's picked up, though, and falls forward is the running back. He's actually going to get uh, a couple of yards there. Yeah, that was a nice bounce. It came right back up to him as that was uh, 14, Feb Abba, and he will get a couple of yards to the 43. Second and about a long three. Or two to bounce on that one. You just don't see that ball bounce right back up like that. Right back up there. Also, 
Timmy Lanier, 19, Dothan, 14. Dothan has turned the ball over five times tonight. It's hard to win a ball game when you do that. Indeed. Here is Ott. Hand off to Ogletree. Ogletree inside the 40 to the Providence 39. Looks like it's going to be right at the first Right at the the game. Yep. So they'll stop the clock to determine whether this is the first down or not. And they're moving the chains, and they'll keep them stopped until they get the chain set. And um, they're doing a lot with a knife right Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good, so far, a well-executed drive for the Raiders. We're under 10 minutes to go here in the game. 42 to nothing, Providence lead. High still from the shotgun. Here's Ott. He looks to throw. It's an out pattern, and it's dropped at the 30. It was well-designed, and the receiver hit him in a bad place. Mark hit him in the hands at the 30-yard line. Would have been a first down. That'll bring up second and 10. And Sheldon Ott put it right on him. And that's a long throw. That's all the way across the field. He showed his arm there. He's got to look it in. I think the young man tried to run with it before he got it. Ball fell on the ground. Stop spot to 9.46 left. But that just shows how strong his arm is. If he can set his feet and not be pressured, he can get it out of there. Indeed, it was a well-designed play. Looking in 10 from the 39. Here's Ott again. Looks to throw the same pattern. It's caught at the 30, the 27-yard line. The reception is made this time, and it's the first down for the Raiders. The promise is playing way off of the cornerbacks, and that, that throw there anytime H.A. wants it now. But uh, Max Bergreen was the receiver there, and the ball is now at the 27-yard line of Providence. Jonathan Wells in on the tackle. Right now it's a pistol formation. Going to turn around, hand off to Ogletree. Ogletree finds some room inside the 23-yard line, so he'll get about five yards. It'll bring up second and five. Nice run, and, and Lance Chadwick Armstrong Jr., the lineman, he just drove his defender back. Nice block by the young man. It was a pancake block and sprung the runner. They don't get their name called much unless it's a penalty on them. Correct. And over three is running hard. He is. He's, he's back there in the eye now, second and five from the 23. He's, it's going to be a handoff to Carpenter up the middle. He's going to get inside the 15. He's going to fumble. He's down. They're going to say the ground caused that fumble, so Austin Carpenter with a good run inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. So will be another first down for the Raiders. Ogletree's a senior, and he's, he knows this is his last game against Providence, and he's running hard, staying hard tonight. <laughs> Eight eighteen and counting here in the game, and again this is the first trip inside the red zone for AJ from the pistol. I turns around, hands to Ogletree. Ogletree just barrels into a couple of eagles, and he'll move forward to the eleven yard line, gain of about two. This AJ senior class is not beaten Providence, as this will be their sixth straight win, I believe. Impressive tonight. Uh, good execution from the get-go for Providence, who again will be off next week. A much-needed boot off to get their legs back under them, get ready for the playoffs. 
They say we'll entertain GW Long. We'll have that game right here on the ball. First and ten. I'm sorry, second and seven from the 11. Here's the pitch to Ogletree. He cuts it up to the five. Is he going to fall in? Does he get there? Does he get there? He did. They called it a touchdown. Nice one by that young man. Good job for Jake Ogletree from about uh, seven yards out. Good job. 721 showing it. The Raiders get on the board. Yeah, Ogletree said, I'm not going down without a fight, and that's good to see them drive that ball and stick it in. Jetson Lizenby here to kick the extra point. Here's the snap. Good. Oh, good. Kick is up, and it is good. So, 721 left to go in the game. Raiders on the board. 42 to 7 Providence. We'll be back in one minute with more action right after this. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am, you bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Providence Christian School. The Raiders get on the board here in the fourth quarter, but trail 42 to 7 as Judson Lizenby will kick off. Christian Durden is deep at about his own 12-yard line to field this. Kick is deep, and uh, Durden will let it go, and it will die at the two, so Durden's got to pick it up. He does. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 26-yard line as Christian Durden makes something out of nothing. A bit more extracurricular activity, yeah. but uh, shifting us there. Yeah. I think they just kind of got tangled up there. I, I don't know that anything untoward was going on by either player, but it 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 went on after the whistle. It did. Lance Hop is leading Stokem 31 to 10 in the fourth quarter. And I believe if Hop wins, that puts them in out of this region. Dangerous team. They have the ability on. They do. They took uh, Providence to the wire. I think we've got another quarterback in. I can't quite tell. We'll see in just a second. Here is the snap, and we do. Inside handoff will go to 29. Harrison Mims is your quarterback. The running back there is Mason Baker. He'll get to the 29 and get him about three as we get under the seven-minute mark here in the game. It's going to keep his empty in the bench, I believe. 25 showing on the play clock as Mims gets the play from the sidelines. He'll run it back to the huddle. No hurry, I'm sure. Second and seven from the 29. Is, is Mims a ninth grader? Harrison Mims is, uh, I believe he is. He's looking to run, try to get around. He will, but he gets out of bounds, so the clock will stop at the 33-yard line. 
he'll be about three yards short of the first down. It's just a quarterback sweep. He turned that corner, but you're right. He didn't want to go out of bounds, but didn't have much of a choice. No, he didn't, really. Uh, the play just uh, took him there. He We would have had to sacrifice a couple of yards there. And third and three is manageable. Mims from the shotgun high formation. Christian Durden to his left. They're going to run some clock here as they get to the line of scrimmage with about 18 seconds left. So if the, the yeah. clock is not running, it's just the play clock is running through. That would help. It is going to be Durden. He gets the outside. He goes forward. He gets the first down to the 39-yard line. That will move the chains. That will keep the clock moving. Robert seems to just have a staple of running backs as they uh, keep rotating them in. First and 10 from the 39. Halfway point of the fourth quarter. Now they'll let this clock run a little bit, I believe. As they uh, got to the line of scrimmage with 25 seconds left to go on the play clock, and Coach Kenny Keith is like, just let it go, man. Just settle down, guys. 11 seconds, 10. Now they'll get ready. Here's Mims. Here's Durden. Falls forward to the 45-yard line. He'll get about five yards there. It'll be second and five. I think that should put Durden over the 100-yard mark. I would think so. Whole bunch of Eagles getting in tonight. There's a 15 on the roster that just uh, that just came in the game that's not on the roster. Or maybe I just did not see the number correctly. No, I think you're right. There's a 15 that was going in and out with plays. Here's Mims from the shotgun. Second and five from the 44. He's going to run it himself. He's going to get, oh, good, about uh, three yards. He'll get to the 47-yard line, about two yards short of the first down. Yeah, Mims is actually listed on the roster as a tailback. What, what what stands out to me here is he is the third-string quarterback. He's executed this drive without a pre-snap penalty. You're right. You know, and that's, that's pretty good. He probably yeah, doesn't absolutely. get a lot of reps in practice at all. Not with uh, not in this kind of situation, I'm sure. Third and two from the 47. 425 and counting here in the game. Providence leads 42 to seven. Oh, there's a uh, speaking of. Uh, Snap issues. The ball hit Mason Baker, who was going in motion. That caused a fumble. That is recovered by Houston Academy at the 42-yard line. The Mims just didn't let him get by enough for a call for the ball. I think that's Jaden Gilbert that recovered that. He's a freshman himself, and uh, HA may try to punch this in here and see if they can add another. Now they're putting in a backup quarterback. Looks like. No, I'm sorry. Odd is coming out. I saw Ken come out there, and I thought he's going to quarterback position. 4.15 showing on the game clock. 42-7 to again, and now H.A. has the ball at the Providence 42. Eye from under center. Eye formation. Strong side left. Going to be a pitch to the left side. Going to go for, uh, well, it may actually get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about a yard, maybe. That's Ogletree. Is that Ogletree or Mitchell? That was Brock Mitchell, I believe. 
41, so that'll give him a yard. Under four minutes now to go. Austin Carpenter also uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, he got up again, people. Yeah. He'll come out. Substitution's coming in 10 seconds on the play clock as Ott goes under center here with a split backfield. He's going to hand off to Mitchell. Mitchell's going to try to get outside, but it's not going to work. He's going to get dumped at the line of scrimmage. Maybe lost the yard. It'll be third and ten. Nice, nice play by Jack Cook. Looks like both teams are just wanting the clock to run now. Yep, let's get out of here. Third and ten for HA from the Providence 42-yard line. Under three minutes now. Here's I. He's going to turn around. He's going to pitch to Mitchell. Mitchell's going to get to the 40, and that's it. And maybe there's a flag down. Maybe the 39. Let's see what they say. They're holding on HF, please. Sometimes when you do a pitch like that and you, you think the guy that your running back's trying to get the corner, you're inclined to want to hold. I think that actually was in the backfield. There's somebody shot the gap, and the HA defender blocking down behind the play. Coach Kenny Keith said he wants to decline this penalty, so that will make it fourth and about eight from the 40. On back running now, 243 and counting. Here's I from under center. He turns around. He hands it to Ogletree, and he's he's met by three Eagles as soon as he got the ball. Uh, that, didn't play, that play didn't have a chance at all as he was hit. He went sideways as soon as he got the ball. Let's see. Um, Ethan Holland, uh, Jonathan Wells were uh, in there, and... Uh, clean things up just as soon as Ogletree got that. So that will turn the ball back over to Providence with 2.15 left to go. They should be able to almost run this clock out. Now there's a timeout for Houston Academy. Well, yeah, now they're going to go over and I'm not sure. Five of the clock was stopped anyway, unless they didn't like the alignment. They're putting a lot of you know, subs in there, and they may not have liked the alignment they had or somebody was out of position. Correct. I'll talk this over with 2.15 left to go. And then, again, just uh, a lot of young players getting some playing experience in a rivalry game. They'll have a lot to talk about with their friends in the morning, I'm sure. an eye on that uh, Dothan Lanier game for you. The last score we heard was 19 to 14. Dothan with five turnovers in that game. Now we're back and ready for action. Harrison Mims is still your quarterback for Providence. Christian Durden is still the running back next to him in the shotgun. Here is Mims. Take snap. High one. 
Durden takes it. He's tackled immediately as that was a slow to develop play. That throws out a sink with that high snap and it just threw everything off. He loses a yard. It'll be third, uh, second and 11. Now you let the play clock go all the way down. Yeah, definitely. That's one of those deals where, where you tell uh, Harrison, just look at me. And as soon as I get to the okay, you run the play, but don't run the play before. We still got 20 seconds on the play clock as they break the huddle here. And you don't run anybody in motion across the center. Correct. 10 seconds on the play clock. Mims lets it go down to five, and he's going to keep it. He's going to run to the 45 and fall forward to the 48. Good little run there for Harrison. So they won't have to run a play until about 50 seconds or less to show here. And if they have a little bit of a slow spot on the ball, I think they, got, they can run it out. Yeah. Third and uh, five for the record. The ball is at the 48-yard line of Providence. Letting the play clock go all the way down. Here is Mims. He's going to keep it, and he will get tackled with a gain of about a yard. They'll get the ball to midfield. 43 seconds showing now, and they won't spot the ball. No, they don't have to play. So uh, that should be the final play of the game. We'll make sure that's the case. The ball's resting at the HA 49, and there's about a two-and-a-half-second difference between the play clock and the game clock. They don't have to snap it again. Good night, Hill, senior night for Providence as they took care of business 42-7. Lots and lots of big plays early. This game was uh, kind of a knockout in the first seven minutes. The final score from here at Providence, the Eagles, the big rivalry win 42-7 over Houston Academy. We'll be back in one minute to wrap things up right after this. The prices are falling at Action of Dothan. Drive away today in the 2019 Buick Encore with 20% below MSRP. That's a savings of 5382 The 2020 models are arriving daily. Check out this 2020 Buick Enclave with a total savings of 3000 off MSRP. The savings are falling at Action of Dothan. Shop and save in-store or online at actionofdothan.com. Experience the new Buick. Are you ready for action? Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit Harris Security. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. 42 to 7 is your final here. Providence over H8. They're shaking hands in the middle of the field. Looks like they're going to have a prayer circle. And Mark, uh, when we talk about the Harris Security player of the game, a lot of candidates for Providence. Uh, they got the shine, especially the skilled players. Collins McClintock called a good game. He had a couple of long touchdown passes. Gus Goldsboro had a long touchdown run. Grant Weatherford got things going early as well. Who do we want to give it to? Yes, I think we just give it to the whole offense. They did a good job. They came out tonight, and they took care of business, and they looked sharp. All of them looked fit early on, and so uh, 
Let's just say that offensive unit has struggled the last three games. Give it to them for uh, the way they played tonight. I don't remember McClintock getting uh, getting pressured tonight. He had no. a clean pocket. Uh, he got the ball out crisply, found a lot of open receivers. So credit the entire Providence offense. They are your hair security system players of the game. Providence, again, will be off next Friday. And then we are assuming we will – see them in two weeks here at Providence for playoff football here on the ball. But next week, we'll see the Raiders again. They will host UW Long next Friday night. Got a a chance to end it on a a positive note if they can pick up the win next week. Certainly. For Alicia, back in the studio, and Mark Stewart, I'm Lance Griffin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next Friday night with more high school football. Been listening to the All In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week here on the Ball. Brought to you by the Cellar, Vine Steaks and Wine, by Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly serving our community. All In Credit Union score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA, by Auto Expo. Get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd and Sons, the go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply, Dope. Enterprise, Eufaula, and Mariana. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration, going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. We now rejoin our regular programming already in progress. This is The Ball. No, the Vikings were inspired by tough love for me on social media. I was upset. I put them on blast and I ripped them, took a shot. They saw that clearly they're all like the Arizona Cardinals. They have social media breaks and they saw that at halftime. They had some lemon slices or orange slices. Uh, Now, part B, uh, it was a win, but a sloppy win for the Vikings. So I would put this in the sub-standard category. I have high expectations for the Vikings. Uh, I do. I I expect this team to be a a legitimate team lurking around the NFC in the playoffs. And they were swimming, but they were swimming, it felt, for a a good good chunk of time. Too long, they were swimming against the current. Uh, way too much. For example, I'll give you some examples. Stephon Diggs had an early catch and run fumble bug on the rug uh, for Stephon Diggs there that set the tone. And To get the rest of what Big Ben said, podcast it by searching The Ben Maller Show. And as always, you can hear The Ben Maller Show weekdays from 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. You know the voice. As much as I love hearing my own voice. You know the name. Can you hear me, Clay? Yes. Clay, I'm here. Talk! You know Clay Travis. I'm not a failure, right? I win. And outkick the coverage is her. You're on in all 50 states. We are on iHeart, Fox Sports Radio. You can hear Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis right here. There are lots of people listening. Weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You know you like to browse YouTube. That's what I'm all about. If you're trying to get to YouTube, who could not want more? Maybe a fight video. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. A fat kid falling off a log. Yeah, I went for my 
a cute cat video. But did you know you can browse for our videos? Seriously. Woohoo. It's interesting. Just search Fox Sports Radio on YouTube. Okay. Okay. That's Fox Sports Radio on YouTube. F S one. Please me, baby. One. To find FS1 on your television, go to FoxSports.com for details. F S one. Today's Friday. Happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And hey, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, you need some time, you got want to hear something more of Mike and I on the weekend, hey. Hi. Our new podcast is up and available. Special teams through iHeartRadio, Apple. You can check it out and listen to Mike and I every week. We spotlight a special team from sports history, either a single season team that for some reason was better than all the rest and is legendary or became legendary for different reasons or infamous. Our podcast launched this week. Uh, we'll put some stuff up on Twitter at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome. Uh, just search for the special teams podcast on Apple, on iTunes. You will see it. You can listen. We launched the double episode this yeah. week of the 98 New York Yankees. They're the best baseball team of all time. And the 2007 Patriots, the Spygate team, near perfection. So those are our two oh, so close. teams we launched with this week. 98 Yankees, 2007 Patriots. And then uh, we'll have a new one next week for you yeah. as well. Some of the details in those seasons that maybe you forgot that led to some great wins or some tragic losses. We will do some of the really bad teams across the sporting landscape mm -hmm. that are unforgettable for their ineptitude. So a lot of fun doing that, going into the pop culture, the history, what all's going on in our lives, the news, and how we covered it for those teams that were part of our broadcasting tenure. Please uh, give it a, a listen, download, give it to your friends, uh, pass it along. It's it's a lot of fun to do it. And if you have teams you want to suggest uh, that are special in your life uh, and your fandom, please nominate them. We will find their way into the system and uh, we'll cut them up as only we